Candy corn sucks. Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that has a host that is sick. So I apologize in advance if they're saying stifling. All right, this is level 161, and joining me tonight are a couple of co-hosts. First up is Koosh Moose. Hello. Big L. I'm back. Ooh, voice cracked. Very much cracked. And we also have a guest, which is... Hey, Nikki, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blind my mind. Hey, Nikki, Mr. Freaky R.O. Hello. Oh. Hello. How are we freaky, doing this freaky, evening? Freaky R.O. I am doing very good, aside from the sickness. Well, you have some, sickness. You have some I sultry have the tones sickness. there, Freaky. I love it. I try to, I mean, not nearly as good as the uh, Indigo Toyota, but I do like to have the. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong. And being a close second to that man. Yeah, I'll take second that to man's that man's voice is a day. national treasure. He should be a narrator. <laughs> right, yeah, one of those, like a book, yeah, take... take Toyota commercials. Records, <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Like a bedtime book. Hey, Record some audio books. They should make a... They could make a Yaris remake, and he could be the narrator, like like in Bastion. Oh, and the Yaris makes a left turn. <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> and that is the point. <laughs> Speaking right, of terrible, so hold on a second. Wow. That was a terrible <laughs> way for us both to talk at the same time. I mean, what, what would you like to say? You didn't have to, I mean, what, 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 what were you going to say? <laughs> well, I was going to say that, you know, Freaky's been on the show a few times, uh, recorded with Elroy mm-hmm. with the uh, Generation Xbox. Yes, yes. I was going to ask. This is since this is your first time. Why don't you tell us a little bit of, about yourself in case anybody hasn't heard that? What kind of games you like and whatnot? Okay, got you in okay. the game. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, Freaky Row, uh, Aka, Nick. I guess we all do first names here. I actually had to write down notes for everybody's first names uh, on my computer here, so I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I I started the whole argument about oh, I can't tell who's who's who when I'm listening to the podcast. Anyway. Oh no! <laughs> You're one of those that can't get us that gets us mixed up. <laughs> All I had to do was just listen to it over and over again, and and, and it he's figured it out. Yeah, he's figured it. That's out. That's the way to do yeah. it. But yeah, now been... all 161 episodes. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but anyway, he calls yeah, but... me Petard all the time. <laughs> Pretty, I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been been gaming for a while. I mean, um, I grew up when I was younger. My dad always was on the. Uh, uh, cutting edge of technology so he was always the first to have the new stuff you know we had the betamax and the vhs and the ataris and the new pcs and the tan that's when you know you could go um build your p i mean I, I know you can build your pc now but a lot of people you can get them at walmart just boxed up but he would always have fun to go build them so i've just been been gaming for as long as i can remember you know with atari and then nintendo and you know that's why we started the generation xbox get some old guys talking about you know, new games that remind them of old games. So, I mean, some of my favorite games, I know, um, I know Vayner's is a very popular one around these parts. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, not a, not a fan of Vayner's, but they're not, I wouldn't say they're my favorite. I just, I don't have a favorite genre. I guess it's more game specific for me in what, oh, um, I like. You just dropped from the call. Oh, it, uh, oh, and oh. it's gone. <laughs> 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 
So uh, yeah. Vayner's is like a like a new type of thing. But growing up, it's, we had Metroid, and then that was it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you literally had Metroid or Castlevania, and we had Mario and Zelda. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know, I know, I have uh, some some unpopular opinions. Like Zelda Two was my favorite Zelda growing up. Yes, I just like the 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 different. Oh, it looks like it's popular here. Side scrolling. Yeah, I mean, and you might change your mind if I tell you if I tell you that I agree with you. No, not at all. I would not change my mind at all. But yeah, damn was... it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zelda Two, 2 is, is just it's it's different. But yeah. it had RPG elements, and I was a big RPG fan. Mm-hmm. You could level up. The dungeon music was boss. Yeah. The only bad thing is that when you got game over, you had to like travel back to where you were. You had to yeah. start at the beginning. That was the only bad thing. Mm-hmm. But and if you had a little thing called Game Genie. Oh, I remember was, the Game uh, Genie. That was it amazing. Was, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember, I think the first game I used Game Genie on was Super Mario Brothers to jump over the flag at the end of the level. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> you just keep going on forever. <laughs> so did your dad get Pong in the house? Uh, we didn't have Pong, but we did have the, um, like we had the paddles for the Atari 2600, so we had Pong for, for uh, like okay. not the actual Pong machine, but we could play Pong on the Atari. Did you have to put like a layover on the screen or anywhere? No, no, there, oh, there was one game that you did have a layover for the screen. It was like a space, it was like a RPG type space game, but it was too, too, um, complicated for me at the time because only, you know, only being six or seven, I couldn't get into that. But yeah, no, it was. Man, L, yeah. you should be on Generation right? Xbox. Right, hey, we need to have L on as a guest host for, for Generation Xbox, definitely. I'm having a hard time picking out my I could game. do it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it'd be fun. See, I enjoy listening to you and Elroy talk in the Generation Xbox segments, but I know almost nothing that you are talking about. <laughs> All those games were out like ten years before I was even born. So, yeah, it's, I mean, we—it's it's definitely it a show for the old. All right. Well, now I have a transition here. Speaking of which, okay. I was not on last week's episode, and I heard you guys talking about a game which. Uh, is an old game, and I feel like you didn't do it justice. And that game is Mist. So Mist comes out. Uh, talk to Nate. I will talk to Nate. Mm. Mist came out. Uh, it comes out on uh, today, right? Today, August twenty no, sixth. Today, on, uh, today. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Game Pass. Time travel. Time travel. So you have to imagine it being nineteen ninety three. I was two. Yeah. So what games were you playing when you were two? Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ew. No, I was playing Tekken. Right. So in 93, the best home games were, <laughs> I guess, like Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam, the, the arcade ports that were. Yeah. Man, they were all right. But Myst was the best-selling PC game from 1993 to 2002. So really uh, for nine years. Wow. Yes. And it is the reason most people think that people bought CD-ROMs to begin with was for Myst. I was just looking. I think it sold something like six million copies. Wow. Yeah. So Myst is a big deal. That's crazy. And if you play it now, you probably think it would be terrible. Might not have aged well. I haven't played any of the remakes or remasters. I know there was a Mr. Piece edition. 
but I think the version we're getting on Xbox is a remake that they just did with VR in mind. So, yeah, this this definitely came out of nowhere. So I'm excited for it. I know nothing about this game. I mean, uh, I know you want a quick trivia. It. You know about it? Did you play it? I, I actually, I actually <laughs> did not play. I mean, it was right in the really? right in the time of when I played it. But I, yeah, I did not. I had my own room at this point. Ninety three. I was by myself in my room downstairs, so I had my console in there, my Super Nintendo or my Nintendo, whatever you know year it was. I had that in there. So, and the family computer was upstairs, so I could. I never oh, played. Never wow. played. Mist. You never I, played. Oh. Never played Doom. No, yep. I mean, wow. never played Doom or any of those like first. Wow. I mean, Wolf Shock. Castle Wolfenstein, you know, Escape from Castle Wolfenstein, Doom, okay. Quake, any of those. Well, anyway, it's a point and click, and it's one of the first games that had a full motion video. It had voice acting, it had uh, orchestral score. And I think my version came with the strategy guide. I think at that point they just gave up and just boxed them all with the big strategy guide for <laughs> Mist and for. Uh, Seventh guest. Riven? Those type of games. Oh, seventh guest. Yeah, Riven. Yeah. Riven was good too. That's the sequel. Hopefully, we get <laughs> yeah, Riven well. was the sequel, right? <laughs> uh, before we move on, uh, if you want to tell me what the game in 2002 PC game that overtook it as the best-selling uh, PC game of that year. Oh, was it? Was it a Warcraft game? Uh, good guess, but no. Mm. Was it Diablo? Good guess, but no. <laughs> Kenny's going to get it somehow. <laughs> No, not, that's a good guess also. Uh, it is The Sims. <laughs> oh, okay. Which has been a long, been around for almost two decades, which is crazy. So, yeah. I, just, I thought We're that just was older than that. I mean, we grew up playing SimCity and then... See, now that I can talk about that. I really? Know. I had... I had... It was like a six-pack of Sim games. It was... Sim City, <laughs> Streets of Sim City, Sim Hotel, Sim Isle, Sim, Sim Tower, Sim Ant, Sim Earth, Sim Ant. Yeah, I can never get into I Sim Ant. I don't think I've yeah, never like played Sim Ant. I, I mean, I saw it. It was one of the only ones it. I actually got into. I have no <laughs> oh, idea really? what Sim that Ant. is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the other ones. Never heard of That's that. That's just semantics. Oh, Did you ever use that cheat code on the first <laughs> SimCity on the Super Nintendo that would give you like a million infinite money? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a pain to do. You have to hold down like left and right bumper. Yeah, just yeah, you had to spend all your money. Adjust the taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. Good times. <laughs> like, oh, all right, I think we have a few podcast. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> right, Thank yeah, you for so. waxing nostalgic with me. Oh, definitely. Oh, anytime. Anytime. Whew. If you enjoy I that def- little bit, I definitely that's like the Generation Xbox. <laughs> oh, but there's not this young in there to completely mess it up. Don't mess it up. All right, but yes, let's jump into our news uh, for this week. So today, as of recording, was the Xbox Gamescom showcase. Now, this one uh, for lack of a better word, was kind of boring. Not necessarily in a bad way, but more or less, Xbox straight out came and said, hey, there's not going to be any real major announcements. A lot of what's being shown, we've already told you about. So then when it came on, they then gave us some new stuff that they've never talked about, uh, along with a lot of the same stuff that we saw. So like there was Psychonauts 2, Forza Horizon 5, uh, 
flight simulators. Someone take this from me. Oliver is sick, and my wife is calling me, so she needs help. <laughs> yeah, so they uh, they definitely set our expectations correctly for this one. I saw some tweets going out saying that uh, there weren't going to be a whole lot of uh, world exclusives or such uh, for this particular showcase, so not to get too excited. And then they came out, and they dropped a whole bunch of information, a whole bunch of new stuff, maybe not brand new games. Uh, the thing that interested me the most was probably uh, the 10 uh, day one Game Pass games announced. Um, so these were games that we did not know, to my knowledge, that were coming out, with the exception of one, which was Dodgeball Academia, uh, which is already out, which is weird that that would show up on this uh, little <laughs> thing of theirs, but whatever. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, you're going to give me nine other games on day one. I will allow you that faux pas. Um, and yeah, these look pretty good. We don't really have dates on them, uh, at least in the resources I'm looking at. So we'll talk about them more in the future. But I, w- I will say that somewhere around four or five of them look really interesting to me. It may not mean anything to you, but to me, I, I'm excited about some of these. So uh, aside from that, the other things that they talked about, uh, I think Fufu mentioned it. Um, they, they did have an extended thing on Forza Horizon 5 at the very end. They also talked about it a little bit during the showcase. They spent some time uh, early on talking about Dying Light 2, which didn't really interest me too much. They talked about Flight Sim. I think one of the things they talked about for that was that they were going to add dog fighting. Uh, so that's, I guess, interesting. Uh, I don't know about that one. That, mm-hmm. I, I, Can you the pet achievements your dog? Kinda, <laughs> the achievements scare me off of that game. The uh, Oh no! You know the f- the fact that you have to uh, play the game longer than it would take you to earn your pilot's license uh, to get all the achievements is a little bit daunting. Wait, uh, so maybe you can that. play it to you know knock out some of your pilot license. Maybe I don't like know. to qualify for it. Yeah. Now, with, yeah, see if there's some sort of uh, transfer credit. Right, yeah. Now with the dogfighting, can you dogfight with any plane <laughs> on there, or are they making specific planes for it? Because I think it would be awesome if yeah. you could just mount guns on some of these big planes. No idea. I'm going to assume that they're going to stay more with the realism. Yeah. But uh, I don't think they're going to get too crazy with it. Yeah. And then one of the last things that they mentioned, or one of the other interesting things that they mentioned, was cloud gaming coming to the Series X, Series S, and the Xbox One this holiday. So what that means is you will now be able to, just like you're doing on your PC, uh, you'll be able to stream games from your Xbox. And it they sure make it sound like it's every Xbox. So you have what? an Xbox, you now have the ability to play Series X and Series S games, even on your old VCR. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And, and I think one of the other things that was mentioned in the article was you'd have the ability to try a game before you install it. So I guess for people that are worried about bandwidth, uh, you know, you have an open-ended <laughs> bandwidth uh, issue going on or data issue going on if you're just constantly playing a game uh, via streaming versus if you download it and maybe it, it's much less in terms of like uh, I guess the you know the internet resources that it uses uh, but yeah I mean and then of course people like Fufu uh, will be very excited uh, because they'll be able to play games on their VCR their Xbox VCR that they wouldn't have had access to otherwise uh, especially if uh, they don't have a PC with a web browser <laughs> I don't know seems like they should yeah. So, like, thoughts on that? Yeah. The, like, I just think playing the uh, opening that up and having the you know, if you have the Game Pass Ultimate, yeah, you, you can do the the, X, the cloud gaming from your old Xbox. I'm curious to see how well the games like uh, you know, Flight Simulator, the Medium, or those those Series S X 
exclusives will actually run on a VCR. I mean, I'm not familiar with internet bandwidth, all this stuff. I mean, I know there's just a little bit about that stuff, but would there be any kind of, um, would, would there be any downside Black. to playing it from that? Yeah. I mean, or would it run just like it's running on an X or an S? I don't know. I mean, I, I hope we'll get more details uh, and specifically much more detail about the cloud uh, gaming stuff in the future. What I did see was that we should expect the same resolution and same bit rate uh, as we were currently getting uh, with the browser version. Okay. So, so I mean, if it works on your browser, well, like you should expect about the same kind of performance on your, uh, on your Xbox. So I should, I should probably try to use this sometime. (laughs) I haven't used the cloud gaming yet. I just, (laughs) you haven't used the cloud gaming at all. I have, I've, I've done it. I've done it a couple times on my phone because I bought the, um, I bought the, the Razer Kishi for the, Mm -hmm. for the iPhone. And I've done it a couple times just when I'm at home, just to kind of see it when I'm watching the kids and I can't really get to the console and because I have a, 18 month old and this five year old running around. So it's hard to game while they're there and you're trying to be a responsible adult. So I've done that, but if I'm not at home, usually I'm at work and I, you know, being a bartender working in a restaurant, there's no downtime to sit down and play a game right. for even five minutes. So I haven't been able to access and use that, that part of my game pass ultimate. So, but I would like to try it and see what happens. <laughs> it's a tiny, tiny use for it, but, uh, the Game Pass quests every week they have like you know two quests that are game based mm. that are in Game Pass, and the majority of those can be played on the cloud without having to download to your Xbox or whatever. Okay. So you number one, you don't have to wait for a download. Number two, you don't have to expend that data if you have a data cap, uh, and it's just much faster typically to get those um, rewards out of the way. Oh. So I like it for that. Nice. Now, yeah, because I usually I double up. You know, I try to get as many of those rewards as I can. So free money. Yeah, like they were saying, you can try a game out before you download it. And and I've done that with, like, um, say, Dodgeball. I think I did that uh, recently with one of the other games, too. Just tried it out on, you know, on the web really quickly just to see if it was interesting and then download it later. So it's not really a trial, so it's not like, uh, you know, they don't have demos and such. But you could try the game first, the full game first, and then if you want it locally, I guess you could download it. So. Well, I will have to try it out. Yeah, I, mean, I spent I spent money so, on the I spent money on the kit, the the razor thing, so might as well use it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what you can play on your phone, right? Yep. Absolutely. As soon as yeah, as soon as they put it, Do you have I, to... I'm an I'm an iPhone sheep person. So as soon as they added mm. it, to, as soon as the X Cloud went to iPhone, I was like, okay, I want to try to find one of those. But luckily, but do you have to take your phone out of the case because I think that's. Yes, yes. Or stopping I, me. I have it. I have it in. Yeah, I have it in a case. And I mean, I don't have to, but it works a thousand percent better if I do. Mm-hmm. And it just fits. It just fits better. So mm-hmm. it's a nice snug fit. Mm-hmm. Cradles <laughs> it nicely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> way into way too into this. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, for more, you have to sign up for my OnlyFans. Oh, wait. No, you can't. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Too we finally soon, worked it too in. Soon. <laughs> finally worked it in. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of discussions, Al, do you want to talk uh, or talk about the discussion point that we brought up with the patrons this week? Sure. 
Uh, we brought to the patrons room uh, question uh, that was brought to us by our very own vulgar Latin. And he's uh, proposed, what is the worst achievement you've seen in a game you absolutely loved? Why, that is an excellent question. Uh, the one that Volger thought of right off the bat was the farming game Stardew Valley, uh, which apparently has an achievement for beating something called Journey of the Prairie King without dying, worth 40 gamer score. And he says, not only do you have to beat a very difficult bullet hell, it's in a farming game. <laughs> so it's unrelated to what you have to do through the rest of the game. Wow, that that is annoying. And I think I know what he's talking about. I've done that. It's uh, There's an arcade in the bar. And That's okay. I was trying to remember what that achievement was from. And I played that game with my son when, and wasn't really looking at the list because the achievements don't really come. They come few and far between in that game. So I was just playing it. And it wasn't easy. And I had no idea there was an achievement for doing it without dying. So, yeah. That sucks. So that's a very good answer. Uh, most of the people in the patron room brought up multiplayer achievements. Uh, for example, the darkness was brought off by Noth for having 250 multiplayer games. And then MDP said, the game Fear, you have to play a thousand multiplayer games. Mm. So that's just insanity. I think The Darkness is supposed to be a pretty good game. That one I haven't played. Isn't that an early 360 game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't played that one. Yeah. Right. I don't know if it was early. I definitely I know it was 360. I know it was not when the X1 was around. Yeah. Uh, also, our very own Waka Pale chose the game Descenders, uh, which is the Pull My Finger achievement. That got my attention. And you have to use the whoopee cushion 200 times. <laughs> that sounds fun to me. What's wrong with it? Uh, What's wrong with uh, getting the whoopee cushion? Wait, know? hold on. I would like to quote Wakapale. Oh. RNG bovine feces. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you hear that in a waka voice, you'll be laughing like I am right now in my head. Another. Uh, so this is you guys know about this? The, the whoopee cushion? No, what? The whoopee yeah. cushion? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's just for, like extremely rare to get that item. It's RNG? Yeah. So like yeah, I guess, it's all about the RNG. Yeah, you have to you get items. To, you know, I haven't played Descenders in a while, but I enjoyed the game, but you're racing down hills and you, you unlock you know, outfits and helmets and pants and shirts and not different items and whatnot. And I guess the, the whoopee cushion is one of the very rare items to get. And yeah, like the the you get better items the better your runs are. So if you go farther and farther and farther, your chances of getting an epic item or the, the you know the right level item for this uh, are greater. And so luckily it does. Or so the uh, you know, solutions say um, you're pulling from uh, the pool of everything that's available, um, and your chances just you constantly go up as you get more and more items. But in order to decrease your time and maximize it efficiently, you want to get like, I think it's like 60,000 uh, rep or whatever that 
score value is per run in order to only be pulling from that tier. Uh, and even then, it's you know it's random. You know you may not get it. And I could be could be a little bit wrong on that, but basically, in order to make it faster, you have to do really well. So it's not just do a run, get a thing. It's do a really good run, have a chance at getting a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The two hundred part's not difficult. It's getting it. Yeah, and I believe once you get oh, it, right. you just run around in the so, hub world and you just yeah. get it. Yeah, I think that sounds sounds about right. So it was very interesting to see some of these replies. Uh, people picked difficult achievements, people picked RNG achievements, and people picked achievements that just don't respect your time. Uh, so, for example, Michelle came up with Beautiful Katamari. It's an achievement for playing for 100 hours. That is disgusting. Uh, she said it's just completely unnecessary when the rest of the game can be done in 30 hours. And all you achieve is running your console for days. And I guess with it, a high electricity bill. Now that music's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chesno echoed the same type of thing with Viva Pinata. He has all the achievements in 20 hours, but still has to get the 50-hour achievement. Come on, devs. Stop it. Cut it out. Uh, Freaky, if you want to go and read uh, one or two from the from the patron, list from the list that we got from our wonderful patrons, yes. So we got um, so Mattism came in and he said the the zombie genocide master in Dead Rising Two. So uh, in an okay. effort to keep up with the Left for Dead franchise, this achievement was placed in the game. It was a chore and ultimately distracted from an otherwise great game. So um, I know a lot of these zombie games, Left for Dead, and even the first, the first Dead Rising also had to kill so many thousands of zombies. So a lot of these zombie games just put in arbitrary numbers and didn't Matt, didn't, Dead, <laughs> didn't Dead Rising two put in like one more than the one that was in Left yes, for Dead? They one upped each other. Yeah. Left 4 Dead 1 was 53,595. Oh. <laughs> Left 4 Dead 2 is 53,596. <laughs> so yeah, do you remember what the ne- do you remember what the next one was in the chain? I'll be yeah. very impressed. Uh, I would say 53,977. <laughs> it <laughs> It was Rock Band 3. <laughs> Hoposidal Maniac. All oh, right. Kill fifty three thousand five hundred and ninety six hammer ons and pull offs. Yes. <laughs> oh jeez. Right. So even they got in on this. <laughs> I do remember that. That's funny. I, I and the zombie genocide masters kill seventy two thousand. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of zombies. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah we have- so if you beat the game. And you still have these things that you should have gone along the way. It is frustrating to have to go back. It is not respecting your time. Yeah, just going back and not you know, go. and you, yeah, you're just finding the place with the most zombies and running through and just trying to. It's yeah. and and this is why people but, try to find tricks to idle and Cronus. I mean, get your nephew to help you, um, <laughs> because this is just you know you have to decide whether to. Waste your time doing this or playing a different game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Freaky, yeah. what was your game? I don't think we got to hear yours. Uh, mine, uh, so, so, <laughs> Hollow Knight, uh, the Voidheart edition. I really love mm. it. And it, 
the the speed completion. It's achieve 100% game completion and, and finish the game in under 20 hours. So not as it only a speed run, it's also a completion. So, and I I know I talked about Hollow Knight, I think on the second or third episode of uh, Gen Xbox. And I really, I really like this game. I know it's a Vayner. It's right in everybody's wheelhouse. And it's just, I like the atmosphere and everything. But I just... I just don't like speedrun achievements in general, and it seems like that's kind of the theme here with different RNG Same. achievements, multiplayer multiplayer achievements, adding up arbitrary number achievements. So this is just goes right under that. I don't like speedrun achievements, and yeah, I mean, I, what Foof, you said you didn't like them either. Yeah, I can't stand speedrun achievements. Yeah, that just you know, and I think this game has three. There's one complete in like under ten hours, complete in under five hours, and then this one's complete in under twenty and get 100 percent completion. So. Yeah, I'm just not a Oof. fan of trying to speedrun a game. I've already, you know, completed air quotes. Yeah. So I want to read another one? Sure, sure. All right. We have uh, Iru Teark, or Creature, uh, backwards for, for Noth. It's the the, ch- <laughs> <laughs> the challenge runs in the Shadow of War slash Mordor games. If they were quick ones, each one covering a different aspect of the game with a guaranteed layout, they'd be fine. But the fact that they're 40-ish minutes with various RNG involved just puts me right off. Again, we have RNG element in this right here. And I haven't played any of the um, Shadow of War, Shadow of Mordor games, so I can't comment on these specific challenges. But, I mean, you add that you add that RNG element in there, it kind of falls into that that wheelhouse. Um, I mean, what have you guys... I know this came off of... They, didn't they shut down these um, servers recently? And so there was a run trying to get these achievements? Or were these achievements part of the challenge runs? Or this one? Yes, yeah, they shut down the uh, the leaderboards, and it was believed that the leaderboard component of it uh, would invalidate these achievements. I don't know that we ever went back to confirm that that's true or not, because um, there was there were uh, I guess posts by the devs saying that it wouldn't be an okay. issue. Uh, they went they went in. We looked at the code, and it won't be an issue. Uh, I don't know that we ever revisited that to to see. Uh, the good thing about it, though is that that pressure, that FOMO, caused me to do it twice. So <laughs> I did it. I did that. I did both of those on both uh, both of the stacks. So so would you would you agree uh, yeah. with would you agree with this this statement then? I would have enjoyed my life more had I not had to do that. <laughs> yes. Um, I, <laughs> there was a lot of stress. There was some probably some gray hairs due to that. Um, mm. probably. <laughs> but I'll tell you what it felt good to get it done. I mean, that was, that was a challenge, but it was doable. Um, especially when you have a lot of people suggesting different strategies. Mm-hmm. So it was good to have the community kind of be like, Hey, you should do this. Or like, Hey, you know, that, that big, uh, unit that you're going to ride around on. Wow. Do not isolate that, <laughs> that big monster that you are going to uh, dominate and ri- hey, don't isolate that, that really big monster that you need to accomplish this task uh, doesn't always spawn off this bridge, but if you go backwards this way, then you can get them. Now that was a, that was a big hint. And there was another one that was like, uh, uh, you can get this challenge by just hiding in the bushes and shooting people. And, and I was just like, Oh, okay. Well that makes it really easy. Um, so yeah. Uh, no, not shooting people. It was, it was hiding in the bushes and then summoning your minions. Because you can do like a minion something like every minute or two minutes. And you do that and that gets you your however many units you need. I think like 20. Uh, and you can get that sub challenge out of the way. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. For me, going to my notes, I would say uh, a game that I really liked or that I thought was really awesome but had that really annoying achievement was uh, Rayman um, ah, Legends. Good one. Rayman Legends. Um, and the achievement that was a pain was truly awesome. Reaching the final level of awesomeness. Now, someone went ahead and did the math. And, and what this was is basically once you're done the game, you are pretty high up in level, but you're not all the way that you need to be. You still have to accomplish a couple levels. Uh, I think it's a couple levels. Um, I know Matrock is just ranting and raving right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting it exactly right. Uh, but there's, there's, a, there's a certain number of XP you still need to get. And someone broke down the thing and said, okay, well, if you do diamond challenges, um, it's 2.27 weeks of doing every challenge. Uh, someone Oof. else said, oh, it's 11.35 weeks if you do every gold, uh, or it's 22 weeks if you do every silver, um, or it's uh, over just over two years if you can only get bronzes on all the challenges. That's awful. So, yeah. So basically, um, the recommendation is to be good. Yeah. Um, get, don't suck. Get good, son. And then... To make things worse, it's a stack. It's a stack, yeah. <laughs> I've done both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you should be good. Yeah, I've done so, both. <laughs> and what ultimately winds up happening, because if you just did the stupid bronze thing, then it will be dumb. So what happens is just don't do it, in my case anyway. Yeah, it could be. Yes. Could have had it done in the two years, yep. and it'll be done. What about you, Fufu? Uh, do you no. have one? So worse than in a game I've absolutely loved I took this a little differently and said, and just thought, and the first achievement that popped into my head was an achievement that I absolutely hate in a game that I love, which is the game is Civilization Revolution. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned this game or and this achievement um, in earlier episodes. The achievement that I absolutely hate is the that we may live in peace achievement. That is for winning a game by the year 1000 AD on King difficulty or higher. I specifically hate this achievement because I cannot get it. This for me is a game that I will never be able to complete. I have 49 or I'm sorry. I have yeah, 49 of 50 achievements. I cannot get this one achievement. It's a great game. I love it. I have put so much time into it. Um, but it's, I just, I just can't get it. I'm not, I'm flat out. I've come to terms. I'm not good enough to be able to get this achievement. I have tried somewhere between 30 to 50 times trying to get this achievement. I have even watched the videos that like they showed. It's like, Oh, do something like this. I've sat there and tried to reload the map until I got the exact map that was in the video thinking maybe, Hey, maybe I could just play out the game exactly the way they do it. It's just something I, I can't get. People have unlocked it. It's not a. It's it's a more difficult achievement. It's a two point eight ratio, so like it's up there, but it's not you know a fifty ratio. It's just one of those things that unless I ever go to an achievement fest or something like that, and someone's there that's very good at this game and I can do it, it's just never going to get unlocked for me. I hate this achievement. Yeah, I had to look it up. I actually, I actually have that achievement. I have that game completed. So <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I I this one. So it wasn't even the last oh, one I got in the game either. 
But yeah, I mean, I, wow, it's, wow, it's, I've gotten them all. <laughs> dived it. I, <laughs> oh, if you dive with that, you hang up on your phone for you. Oh, yep, oh, nope, another, another yeah, disconnect. It's just, click. <laughs> it's just I, I just can't get it. I've tried so many times. I've just come to terms with it. I'm not going to get it. I've given up yeah. on it. I mean, and it's great game. Such a good game. I love strategy games. It's in my wheelhouse. I just. I just can't get that yeah. one. I mean, and it's it's almost another um. I mean, kind of speedrun achievement. It's asking you to beat the game by a thousand AD yes. on harder difficulties. So I mean, that kind of falls right in there with the, the speedruns. And that's the problem with that achievement is it's actually the opposite of my playstyle. I'm more of a turtle when it comes to strategy games, where it's like I want to just sit there and play defense and slowly build up resources until I have this unstoppable army, and then I just. T- wipe out everyone. I can't do that in this. I have to rush, and it's the complete opposite of how I play, which doesn't help anything. L, did you give your game? I have not given my game yet. What's your game? Yes, you oh, did. Boy. Didn't you? For no. this answer? No, no I didn't. I don't, I don't think he did. You just skipped it? <laughs> he was too busy reading everybody else. I would, I, <laughs> yeah, my, my opinion means nothing to anybody. I was just reading stuff. That's not true. I want to know your opinion. What, can, what is your All right, game? I will, I will go with some cop-out answers first. The obvious cop-out answer that comes to mind is, of course, Gears. Which, oh, we all knew that was going to come up. Yeah, so Gears pretty much set the mold with this. Getting 10,000 kills when... All you need is a knife. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> I want to hear Freaky sing, man. Uh, this is this is all. Ten thousand kills all this is. <laughs> when all you need is a knife. There you go. <laughs> Fog. Hopefully, it's okay if he sings. I, I'm. I'm going to retire right now. Until next episode. So. Or until we say a woo. <clears throat> a woo. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. Um, yeah, so Gears. I mean, I, I've said it a million times, though. That's where I met uh, Michelle and uh, my friend who I met a couple weeks ago in Pittsburgh. And just, yeah, so seriously, boosting is, has a hold of a great place in my heart, but it's freaking ridiculous at the same time. So, yeah. And then another game, basically, still that same achievement called Undertow which was an arcade game and you beat the whole game you might have a thousand kills and you need ten thousand so you shouldn't have to grind out a level over and over and over or play the game over and over it's just ridiculous i'll pick a more recent game though and uh kenny will agree with this one tony hawk's pro skater one and two mm-hmm. has an achievement to get to level career level 100 Yes, good call. Which, good one. Which only 379 people have bothered to do out of over 50,000 people. That tells you a lot. Yes. Because it's a beloved game, and I remember Heiser was doing this, and he didn't even get it done, and he played for hours and hours. I think you just have to just play a lot. I don't... Like a lot, yeah, a lot. a lot. I don't remember. I guess you have to be good because the more, the better you combos you get, the more XP you're going to get. But these are just achievements that I mean. I guess if you get them, you feel fuzzy inside, but they're just crazy. That's like one of those achievements that when you first look at it, you go, "Well, yeah, 
that's not so bad. That makes sense. You know, that's a reasonable achievement. But then once you start to play the game and you realize just how much XP you need to get to level 100, it's just ridiculous. I don't even remember what level I am and when I've beat basically both the games. Probably six. Something like that. Uh, Lego Head said, if it's a game I love, then GTA 4 and Gears 2 had a couple each, and Minecraft has a few as well. Well, thanks for being so specific. <laughs> uh, the only one I finished, rated 5, and had one solitary awful achievement is Forza Horizon 3. That championship grind at the end was terrible. Well, I remember Gears 2, of course, had Seriously 2, which I did with the Hori Pad. You could leave that going overnight and do one level over and over. That went from 10,000 kills to 100,000. Thanks. Great. Um, and GTA 4 had something called Zane Petrovic, which was an online achievement where you had to beat all the races. So that was another one with many, many boosting sessions. And then there's another one called Wanted, which is another long boost. I'm not familiar with Forza. And Minecraft, I don't know. I guess if you go for those Minecraft ones legit, that would suck. Yeah, I don't, think I've, achievement worlds I don't think I've gotten those, uh, half of those Minecraft achievements <laughs> legit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I know Lego has a huge Minecraft fan, so he probably went for them all. So I'm just waiting for that next update so I can re- re-complete that game. Re-re-re-re-re-complete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to take the next one? I'll do it. I'll jump in. Wild West 08. Uh, first ones that come to mind were Gears 1 and 4, okay, obviously. Having to get Seriously, which was so far past any other weapon achievement, was ridiculous. Then, with Gears 4, it was the nail in the coffin on the series for me. I started from the beginning and got each achievement with the update, only for them to add another kill achievement in an update that didn't retroactively mm-hmm. count. Now, that sucks. Gears 4 will be my last. A couple weeks ago, yeah. yeah I did not even realize that, so it... it so it started bad. counting when they updated it for that achievement. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a uh, come on. Oh wow! <laughs> if you said come that, on. I missed that. That's awful. Yeah, I talked about it when the with the Gears Five update a couple weeks ago. Right, I, I know we talked about it, but yeah. if you mentioned that it did Gears retroactively count, some, I yeah, missed you saying so that. Bad. That is insane. Right, and how, and how many is this for the for the updated achievement? Is like another ungodly number, like a hundred thousand or something, or? Who knows? Yeah. <sighs> but it's it is it's it's sad when a beloved franchise gets people to say, "Nope, I'm not playing anymore." Mm-hmm. Well, and it makes me wonder. Like, and it has nothing to do with the game; it's just the achievements only. I mean, and it makes me wonder because you know we're we're a, we're part of a community that will subject ourselves to this kind of self torture to go after some of these achievements. But I mean, do they add these for actual people that play the game? For all intents and purposes, legit to get they these. Want, like, do people? I don't. Oh, the only thing not. I could think of is they just want you playing their game, and maybe you'll throw them some money on a skin or something. <sighs> oh, they just want they they want to see how dedicated you Gears fans are to their game and how far you're gonna go. Yeah, they re- they literally Sad. want you to go seriously. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, stop. Right. So it's like we, if we would stop unlocking that achievement, they would probably stop making the the requirements so asinine. Yeah, it's like another one that comes to mind is the the Super Bomberman one, the a million blocks and the a million bombs. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> was that 
you doing that without someone that was doing that with Elroy? Yeah, me and Elroy were doing that. I still uh, have it was I, you, right? Okay. I actually still have those mm, preloaded, I guess you could say. They're, preloaded. they're 95% oh complete, so. It's a good preload. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Definitely good preloads. For something. I was going to drop them last month, but I didn't have to, so. Oh, and then we All got- right. And uh, right. Mental Knight, at the last minute, sent his comment. He took an interesting route of Gone Home. Beloved stroll playing game. 60 second speed run. He said it's asinine. It has nothing to do with the real game. And you crawl at a snail's pace trying to take the corners just right. It's stupid, frustrating, not fun, and undermines the tone of the story. I bet you he forgot that there's a run button. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't. Rem- I remember trying that one like three or four times. I don't think it was that bad. Yeah, I, I have never played this game. I have no idea. I, I don't think I, I don't remember being bad. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I had pro- I one minute speed run achievement. At least it's a one-minute speed run and not a one-hour speed run where you clock in at 61 minutes. Yeah. I mean, th- those kind of speed runs I can kind of get behind. Like, um, That's why I liked... Um, oh, God. What was that? Oh, there's a game where you're, it's the, it had the old artsy... Minute? I like oh. Minute 2, but it had the old artsy cartoon oh. style, and it's like each level is just you fighting a boss. Cuphead. Oh. And like each level is like two minutes long, so mm-hmm. if you died at the last final mm-hmm. stage of the boss, you you don't get sent back so far. So that's why I mean that's why I think mm-hmm. I mean I really enjoyed that game, but that's why I think that game caught on pretty well, along with being a good game and absolutely beautiful animations. Yeah. yeah. So like when when you don't have to, because I mean, <laughs> how many times, especially in older games, playing on the you know a PC or whatnot, where you actually had to you know hit hit the quick save button or whatnot you're playing for an hour and a half and you hadn't saved in that whole time and you die, then you're sent back an hour and a half into your game. Just like oblivion is, is one that comes to mind for me because you'd be up on the, in the outer world, not going into any doors where they save automatically. And then you're you know sent back an hour by some random you know, bear that comes by and kills you. And you know, the, the, the two minutes, the one minute speed runs aren't quite so bad as like the longer ones. So, I mean, uh, I may, may disagree with the smaller speed runs, but all right, and the, uh, the last one I want to talk about is one that MDP said in the patron room, which are the ultimate bad achievements, which, of course, are the leaderboard achievements in Graw. <sighs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Can't leave those bad boys out. You could probably add the Kane and Lynch leaderboard achievements due to that. Yeah, I mean, I happen to not like that game at all. I don't like those games you have to hide the whole time. I, I like shooting things those games are a little too stealthy for me but those achievements are just ridiculous people are eight xboxes 12 xboxes just boosting against each other and hi randy (laughs) not only randy but sasha who from time to time sasha morning shows his uh, electricity bill from that month to everyone (laughs) oh geez (laughs) that's ridiculous it's it's he does he shows it on the ta uh, facebook page from time to time well then you got to think you only need the eight xboxes don't you need like eight tvs or eight some kind of yeah copies of the game (laughs) oh gosh all right but that was a fun one Uh, we could probably talk about that for even longer but yeah. Thank that you for a whole topic. Thank you for everybody who <laughs> sent in a response. Good question, Vulgar. Yeah, very good question. All right, let, 
let's get to some game showcases. Let's hear what everybody's been playing. Um, we don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to give about 12 minutes to Koosh. What have you been doing? <laughs> uh, I've been playing Minute. <laughs> 60 Second Hero. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, surprising I'm, no one with that intro. I've been playing 12 minutes. I oh. really want to hear your take on this. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say on this. Game. Which is brand new to Game Pass. Uh, and uh, spoiler alert. The butler does it. No. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to do. Here's here's the thing about talking about 12 minutes. Uh, everything, no spoilers. Everything is a spoiler. So it's, <laughs> Tell it's us about the gameplay. So I just want to let everyone know that I will not be spoiling any story elements. Uh, I will only be talking about... I would me- shut him up if he does, because I want to play nah, this game. I will only be talking about mechanics and just general strategies and things please like do. that. Oh, I hate so mechanics. Please, oh, sorry, so Kenny. do not worry. Do not <laughs> worry. So there will be no story spoilers here. Uh, the only thing that I would good. mention... The only thing I would mention would be stuff that you've seen in the trailers. Okay. So, and that will just be to tell you that there's a very small cast. We're only talking like three to five people. Um, so let's start there. Let's do <laughs> this it. game is play anywhere. You can play it on PC. You can play it on your Xbox. I have done both. Um, and I'm going to tell you right now, it plays better on the PC just because wow. of the accuracy of what you need to do. Fufu, if I asked you what type of game this is, what would you say? <laughs> um, what genre? I guess... Vehicular combat, vehicular and, combat. <laughs> I was thinking naval. No. Um, <laughs> I guess it would be maybe like a point and click. It is a point and click. Very good. Uh, so I had no idea what this was going in. And it is absolutely a point and click. So for people that Nailed hate it. that, for people that hate that, I advise you just to check it out. Because mm-hmm. it's not that bad of a point and click. Uh, yes, you are, uh, you know, clicking and navigating on things around the room. Uh, there's only in memory. Now, now I, I have pretty much beaten the game at this point. Um, I think there's only one set of things that you combine. So I, I know a big uh, hang up that people have with these point and clicks is that you constantly have to try mixing this with that and this with that. Well, there's only like one or two things that you have to combine in this game. And they're very obvious. So uh, <laughs> don't let that be an issue. Um, the game play loop is is pretty much groundhog day if you've seen that movie if you've seen any of these things where it's the same day over and over and over again that's what Um, makes me interested in this yes uh to let you know every loop does not take 12 minutes um they are much shorter than that uh you Mm. can basically (laughs) you basically cause a fail state within the first few minutes and boom you're right back in your second day uh (laughs) if you if you really want to do that uh, or if you do the right circumstances. Uh, some things get remembered from loop to loop, especially conversations. So as you have conversations, they'll be grayed out. So something you've said before will be grayed out. So you're not constantly, oh, did I say that? Did I, hmm. you know, if you're like me and you have a I was going to ask, so that, it's a visual You're going to forget what you said. And so you can just make sure that you've hit all the, you've hit all the talking hmm. points, that you're getting all the things. And that's important because conversations are knowledge, and those are things that allow you to progress the game. Once you have that piece of knowledge, once you've acquired this one piece of knowledge, you can now talk to someone else or you can do something else. And that's how you get farther 
in each loop. Um, Sounds so game, interesting. Yeah. The game does a great job of someone will say something, right? And you won't think anything of it. And then a little bit later, you're going to be like, oh, okay. That's how I do something different in this loop because you dropped a hint. And this thing that's totally innocuous, you, you think it has nothing. You think it's just atmosphere. It's just whatever. They're trying to tell you a really good story. It's, it's not just, you know, uh, basic dialogue. There is, you know, someone spent time writing a story about this. There's interesting dialogue. There's stuff happening on the way to rooms and back from rooms. Um, so, yeah. So just pay attention as you're going to really enjoy this. Now, I know some people are going to use guides and that's, you know, okay, whatever. This is not for you. <laughs> this, this discussion is not for you. This is for people that want to enjoy the story. Um, uh, let's see. So uh, information that you think you might have to write down, you don't. Uh, the game will remember it for you and it will help you out. Uh, and sometimes after a loop, especially if you're doing the same thing over and over, you're not really progressing, progressing in a loop, your character will mutter something. Uh, right after the loop ends and the next loop starts, hmm. he'll say something like, oh, man, I really need to get this to happen. And so then you can be like, OK, well, that's I'll try that in this loop. I'll try to get something like that to happen in this loop. Um, your wife will react if she sees you doing things. So if you're doing something and you don't want her to know what that is, make sure you close the door. Because <laughs> if she sees you doing something that maybe she doesn't you know, like. Uh, she will comment on it and she will react to it. So if you, you're doing really well, you're kind of like, you know, five minutes into a loop or whatever. And you're like, Oh, I need to go put, uh, you know, this that's into a good that piece of advice for or, anybody you know, that's married anyway. this thing, or <laughs> you don't want her to see you doing that. Make sure you close the door. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, exactly. You know, you sh- I'm going to sh- isolate that one. <laughs> so, so keep that in mind. Um, as you're going farther and farther into the loops, <laughs> you're going to find that you're doing the same thing over and over and over again to kind of start things out. There are ways to shortcut that. Um, certain characters will react when they see something. So rather than forcing them to go and, you know, look here and look here and look here, make sure that you leave a door open because a door that's normally closed or whatever is now open. They'll see it immediately and then go straight to that. Um, so rather than having to go through, you know, this, 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 and this, they can go straight they can jump a couple um, <clears throat> actions that they would normally perform. So you can find there's some ways to kind of speed things up. Uh, dialogues that you've seen before, you can kind of fast forward through. It's not uh, great. You can't like skip a whole bunch of them, but you can skip a line of dialogue. Um, so there are ways to kind of speed that up. So you shouldn't be too worried that you're going to constantly be doing everything over and over again. I didn't really feel um, that I was getting tired of playing the game. Uh, because of those things um that, see. that's one of the things i wanted to ask you about did it ever feel tedious to play since you're doing the same thing over and over i mean it, it does you know yeah that's gonna happen it, it felt that a little bit but I, these shortcuts actually cut out a lot of that i think it really i think it really helped uh one of the things i found is that as i was playing it i i started thinking oh there's really not a whole lot i can do and then all of a sudden just something happened something triggered and I was able to get a little bit farther. And then it was just like, boom, I'm thinking like, oh, well, now I need to try this before that, or I need to try this. And then uh, maybe I'll grab this item and I'll use that item. And so like, you just kind of in your mind, it just kind of starts branching out like, okay, well, how's this person going to react to that? Um, so it, it's very interesting <laughs> the way that it just kind of opens up as you're, as you're going along. Um, let's see, not a spoiler, but there are collectibles. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you what you have to do to get those. 
they uh, basically, as you're playing the game, there's a couple paintings. Uh, just make sure that every time you start a loop, you look at all the paintings. There's three in the living room. There's one in the bedroom. Uh, and you just need to look at those every time. Uh, they will eventually change as you do things. And uh, you just want to make sure you've seen every single one of them. Uh, also, <laughs> okay. you want to water the plant. Now, I don't think that's going to, that's not a story spoiler. That's not going to affect you, but hopefully it will save you multiple runs. Just make sure you do that as you go through. Um, now, there are multiple endings, but after two or three variations of those endings, I felt like I had pretty much seen everything that there was. Uh, with regards to the story. So at that point, I jumped in and I started poking around uh, the solutions. There is no uh, walkthrough guide on TA. There are video walkthroughs, but you know those you can't scan them too well and you never know if you're going to spoil something you didn't want to spoil. So I just started poking around and looking through. And there are very specific things that you need to do to get all of the you know ending achievements or all the things that cause achievements. Uh, there is one point of no return in which case you're the person there's a person that's speaking to you and they're being very specific about this is a point of no return. Like if you do this, you're going to forget everything. Like, you know, all your stuff's going to go away. And, and I was just like, Oh, well, that's okay. That's, that's okay. That's the story that you're telling me. No, they're talking about the game. Uh, <laughs> if you do that, your progress will be wiped. Uh, and you pretty much have to start over from scratch. Um, so if you start to hear that, just, you know, uh, and you're not ready for it, then, you know, kind of back out. <laughs> like, is they're talking to you, the gamer, not the person in the story. Um, but yeah, uh, I have to say that I do not regret my decision of looking at the guides at that point, because uh, I, I think I would be sick of this game if I had to keep trying and trying and trying to figure out, okay, well, what do they consider an end condition? Because I've done everything in my mind without looking at the solution, without knowing what the achievement titles are or anything. I've pretty much done everything I can see that this story I've, I have a question <laughs> doing. Um, and so I, that to me is, is the best way to, to experience this game. So it's funny you say that. Mm -hmm. I've heard other people say on different podcasts when talking about this, they've said the exact same thing as you, where they get a couple hours in and then they're like, I'm just stuck. I can't go no, no farther. Then they look at a guy and they go, oh, that's what I do. And then they finish the game out from there on. Well, I wouldn't say I'm stuck. No, I, I've seen pretty much every condition that could happen. Um, but as far as the story goes, so it's not like I'm not progressing to a story point. It's just I'm not hitting this very specific story point that they want for this particular achievement. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. And, you know, I could I could just keep trying okay, combinations answer, of things. Answer the question I had. I uh, but if, I wouldn't know. Like if you look at the achievements, do they spoil anything? Or they, 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 they tell you how to unlock them? I but see. you kind of just answered that question for me, myself, right now? Yeah. Yes. They, um, they, okay. The achievement descriptions themselves, they give you very general. So it's not really going to ruin anything, uh, I don't think. But um, let, me, let me see if there's one. I think there's one that might actually give away a plot point. Yeah, there's like two that might give away plot points. So you, you don't probably don't want to look at this. If you want to enjoy the pro the story, if you want to enjoy how the story and how this game unfolds, don't look at the achievements um, and just kind of, kind of, you know, until you're All ready, right, until you've right. given it a fair shake and you're like, okay, now I just want to, now I just want to know, then go ahead and look at the achievements. All right. I got one last question. You mentioned yeah. that it's better to play on the PC. I assume yes. that's because you could use a mouse as opposed to the controller. 
Yeah, so are any because the mouse fast, is, are there any Twitch things you need to do? It's mm, a great question. I'm glad you asked that. I meant to talk about that. There are <laughs> not Twitch things. There are, however, short windows when you need to take an action. And they could be okay. a little frustrating, especially if it's like your first or second try trying to do those things. It could be a little frustrating t- trying to get that done in time with a controller. Not impossible. Um, and I wouldn't say they're even that challenging. It's just maybe a little frustrating if you're just off by a little bit. Uh, it's just much easier to do it with a mouse. Um, and if you miss, you would have to start over or you can't rewind or anything? No, you just need to make sure you grab the MacGuffin and move it over to the other MacGuffin um, oh. or whatever. <laughs> the way you the way you interact with the world, if you want to show somebody something or get them to talk about something, is you, t- you go up to the top, grab from your inventory, and drag down to the person or the thing. Uh, and, you know, action will happen. So, so if you miss that, the drag, the nice thing is as you're dragging and as you're looking in your inventory, the clock stops. Um, so you don't have to worry about time moving while you're looking at your inventory or while you're moving something. Oh, over that's nice. Something. You just have to make sure that you've given yourself enough time to get to a place in the room. Um, which also makes me think that the camera placement was very smart for this game because this could very easily have been like a first person experience. Uh, but it works so much better as this fixed camera overhead. You don't worry about like uh, people looking at you uh, and talk you know, while they're talking to you. You don't get that kind of weird disconnect and you know um, uncanny valley effect. But from overhead, you're not really getting that. Um, so I think that was a pretty pretty good uh, design decision to do it this way. Uh, and it also lets you see everything that's going on in the room at one time, rather than you know something being obscured. Uh, you know. So I, yeah, I, I think it's a very interesting game. Annapurna, uh, interactive. We, you know, we seem to love them because they, you know, they pick a lot of good stuff to publish. Uh, and I do really enjoy this game. Um, it's very interesting. And I, I hope that people that want to enjoy the story, uh, are not spoiled and are able to actually go about doing that. Yeah, this is something I want to stay away from until I get to at least try it. I don't I being a point and click, I don't know if I'm actually gonna like it, but I'm going to give this one a try. I think that the the story and the especially the um you know the okay. voice performances will pull you in. They do a great I, job of ending a loop with a cliffhanger. Um, I the story times. and just being twelve minutes, that is so interesting to me. Yeah, multiple That's times. That's what really is drawing me into Multiple this. times as you reach the end of a loop, it's like, boom, they drop the <laughs> they drop the mic, and then boom, now you're back on at the second loop, and you're like, well, what do I do with that? You know, uh, so it's it's really good. I, I think that they've done a great job uh, with the writing. Yeah, that that's speaking to me. All right, uh, well, let's go into the next game. Uh, Freaky, why don't you take the next one? What game you want to talk about? All right, well, um. This month, I've been playing more for fun than for Woo! achievements, actually, uh, after my hard, hard last month. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I'm going to play, talk about a little older game here. It's uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2, Warhammer 40, from the Warhammer 40K um, series. And I know there's a lot of Warhammer 40K games out there. But this yes, one, and I know nothing about them. <laughs> I, I, I actually know, I know nothing about the, the uh, mythos to, to Warhammer 40K. I know there's a, it's a huge, got a huge fan base, um, got a huge following, but I don't have any knowledge of, of any kind of storyline or what the planets are or anything. But this game in particular, Vermintide 2, it's um, 
it's a fun game. It's I we got a I got a four player group I play with weekly, and it's Shout very similar out. to your um, Left for Dead. Uh, let's see, it's as mm-hmm. as mongoose, easy mongoose, uh, Hawkeye Barry, and cool, cool. Uh, Tony Calzone are the four we, the the other three we play with and or I play with, and we've been playing this for. We we dropped this. We're like, hey, we may not complete it, but it's I you know I I played it before anybody else played it really in our group, and I was like, it's a fun game. It's like Left for Dead, but like in magic times. You know, you have you fight instead of fighting zombies, mm-hmm. you're fighting okay. rats, and you're fighting and you're using magic spells and maces and swords and all that good stuff. And and it's kind of right up my wheelhouse with uh with the setting because I'm a huge sci-fi fan. Um, so and it's and it and it follows. It's very uh very left for deadish you know you have you'll go through the levels and then they'll have uh what do they call it when they when all the zombies come out you know like a bell will ring i think it's like every the horde yeah the horde yeah so a bell will ring and like every i think every minute or every minute and a half every 90 seconds you get you know you have to stop and take care of this horde and sometimes it's rats sometimes it's depending on what level and what what enemies you're fighting sometimes it's rats sometimes it's they're called skaven um and sometimes it's human enemies and whatnot so and you know, just like just like Left for Dead, they also have the um, special enemies. You know, so they have uh, they have enemies that throw like have like f- um, flamethrower type stuff. They're called warp fire throwers, and they have uh, bombers that bomb you with poison grenades. There's a Ratlin gunner. He has like a Gatlin gun that shoots you from around the corner. There's um, just like Left for Dead. There's the uh, the assassin guy that jumps on you, the hunter. But I think he's called what is he called in this one? I think he's called the um, Ah, I forget what he's called for in this one, but he there's he, he's in there. There's also a life leech, a guy that grabs you and sucks your life away. So there's different specials that you have to encounter also. But then on top of that, there's also tanks. But there's not, I know in Left 4 Dead, they just have the one tank. But in this one, there's different kinds of monsters that do different things that are also different kinds of tanks. So, um, you know, and those, those spot out randomly. And it's uh, just a, a fun game. Um, it is kind of, the achievement list is kind of grindy. The, the, um, you know, you have to take, you have five characters you can play. You have the dwarf, you have the witch hunter, you have the elf, you have the magic user, and you have the random just mercenary guy. So, and it is very, um, on the harder difficulties, it, it is very, you need to stay in your lane with what you do for the team, whether you're support character, whether you're the tank, whether you're the DPS. So it's very, for the for like the the harder levels there's friendly fire and uh, you know the friendly fire will kill you just as fast as the enemies will kill you you know one enemy will take away 25 percent of your health with one hit so you have to coordinate great and you really need do need a good team not playing this with you really do need a good team in there (laughs) 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 but no i mean it really is a fun game it really is something that um you know, I don't ever foresee us really completing it, but getting pretty oh, far, dude. they've added a couple. You things, have to um, added some title up, some DLC and whatnot. Oh, it's. I mean, there are definitely some achievements. Do you have on this the page where, open? Uh, the difficulty and the grindiness of it. Um, I do actually. Well, look how many people have completed it. They're challenging you to be the next one. Oh, I know. How many? There's, there's. Uh, you have the right a good friend of mine in another Discord. I knew it. There's... I knew there was 68 that completed it. <laughs> Before I even looked, I'm like, I bet there's 68 that's completed it. Right? Yeah, that'd be nice. Be number 69. To you do have it. to. Great. So what's up with this game? There's, noise. It's obviously uh, either a very hard that, completion or grindy or both. 
It is well, a lot of the achievements you have to do like yeah, on so legend difficulty. Like me and hard. um me Hawkeye, me and the group were trying to get uh, yeah, it's, and it's just hard. Like like the the regular enemies on legendary and champion difficulty when they hit you, they'll take off ten to fifteen percent of your damage with a regular hit. So you need to be able, you know, you need to know your character, you need to know how to block and and how to move around and dodge and everything. So it's one of those ones where Jeez. you have to get good. You're not just rolling in there and like you know mowing down. And there's no, I know in Left 4 Dead 2 there were some god spots you could sit at on like the harder difficulties. Yep. So, and there, and there's there, I haven't found any. Now I have to go find some for us because it is on PC too. I think you have a crush on. <laughs> I haven't. He's mine. I do have a crush on Noth. Uh, he, he's he my is. white claw brother. That's weird. What? <laughs> my my self so, so, my so, 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 sister. <laughs> but um. Um, so it looks like, do you see the TA on this game, uh, Kenny? Oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's on, uh, yeah, it's yeah. on Game Pass right now. It's probably been there for a while. Mm-hmm. And the first that one, explains the it. first okay. one was a Games with Gold also, Vermintide 1. And it's, it's, it's yeah, not as good as this one, this. I don't think. I think the second one's better, but it is very similar. So. That's insane. It's worth 16,864 TA, 2250 gamer score. So I guess... You would have to buy some DLC also. Yes, yes. There's, there's, um, there's DLC. There's, they have a, um, they've added, and they've added different modes to the game too. Some of the DLC is a different mode. They have added kind of like a, it's, it's not really. They call it horde mode. They call it when you the the achievements is go through you know level one through forty in the horde, but it's not like a horde mode because the game just throws hordes at you anyway. So you have the first level you go through, and then. You rank up your, you know, all your weapons and your abilities and your magic is is basically at level zero. So there's ranked weapons, 100 to 500, or 100 to 200 to 300 to 400. And if you want to play on the harder difficulties, you want to get all your weapons and gear, you want to get your power level up over 600. And so all your gear is ranked. And so in this mode, you know, the first level, you start <laughs> with low level low-level weapons and equipment, and then you have to use the money you get from playing each level to rank up your equipment, whether you want to use a saber, whether you want to use a mace, or whether you want to use a sword and shield. You know, you can use different weapons. And so, I think there's 120 levels, so, you know, the higher, obviously, the higher you go, the more um, higher rank weapons you're going to need to have. So, it's it's not like a horde mode. And then there's another mode where it's similar to Call of Duty Zombies, where you start with a um, you start with a default weapon for your for your class, and then as you're going through, there's different um, different not, not checkpoints, but different locations where you can upgrade your weapon to a different weapon or upgrade your ability to a different ability. But uh -huh. you have to use in-game currency that you bought that you've won in that game, and you go through and you play the level and you beat that. And there's achievements tied to that too. So they've added several modes, and that I think the Winds of Magic update is the latest update they did to it. So this game's kind of seen a resurgence recently in the amount of players so you can actually probably get online and play some quick play um but it's definitely if you have a boosting session it's not a quick boost if you're looking to boost it it's uh you have to get all the characters up over level 30 you have to do you have to you know learn each level you have to play each level multiple times to know where the spots are so you can hide and put your back against a wall and fight off the horde and fight these different enemies and get good and it's definitely i mean it's like i said it's fun at uh, it's fun as all it's fun as heck. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it is really I mean, and if you like those Left 4 Dead type games, the the, the Which I do. The the horde games like that, then it, this def this game is definitely for you. It's it's got more of a mixture of enemies. 
And, um, it's got, you know, it's added more stuff to it on the back end with the updates they have and everything, but it is very, it's very fun. You have this, if you have the same kind of group session that you go through, it's, it's just a lot, a long grind. The, one of my friends I talked to in another discord, he said, it's a, it's a grind. If you're playing it once, once a week, it's a game that you'll probably take you over a year or two to complete. So, so it's kind of like Warcraft meets Left 4 Dead. Yeah. 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 It, it, that's yeah, cool. that sounds cool to me. Yeah, it's very cool. It, you know, so you have, yeah, it's it's the you have the sci-fi, you know, goblins, orcs kind of part of it. Yeah, with the Left 4 Dead um, action horde in there. So it is very, you know, like I said, it's an older game. It's on it's on Game Pass. The first one was Games with Gold, so it's it's out there. Yeah, that sounds that sounds interesting. It sounds like something I would enjoy. Um, well, I'm gonna go next. I want to talk about this game. So. I played a game Thursday night. I actually didn't realize this was out, and a buddy of mine called me up. He was just like, hey, Kenny, you got to ch- check out this game. Nate, I know this may not tick too many boxes with you, but the game is Splitgate. It's a first-person shooter, and this feels like... This feels like Halo what? meets Portal. Um, <laughs> yes. So, like I said, first person shooter, there's no campaign. It's just straight multiplayer. But that you can tell that the devs are Halo fans. Playing the game, I'm, it just, it feels like a, like a Halo game. Um, I can't exactly explain what I mean by that. Like, it's not super, super fast paced, even though there are portals, but there is, fa- it does, the portals do make it faster. Um, a lot of the guns resemble Halo's guns. There's even a SWAT mode in uh, in the game. So, like it, like I said, the game feels like Halo. The very first map I played is almost is a complete ripoff of Sanctuary from Halo Two. But then it has portals. So throughout the map, there is like these graded textures on. Uh, like on the walls and the ceilings and the floors and whatnot. And you can place a portal there. And, you know, just like the game Portal, you put one portal here, you put one portal here, and you can go back and forth between them. So, like, the maneuverability in this game is, like, is unlike any other first-person shooter I've played and that I know about. And the cool part about this is when I put my portals up, I can look through them and I can shoot through them. It's actually an achievement in the game to get a portal kill. So, like, you can shoot your portals up and basically create, like, a, um, just, I don't know, just like a mirror or something. You can sit there and, and shoot through them and kind of give yourself cover. Um, you can also use other people's portals. So, like, any allied portals has, like, a blue, is, like, color, is, like, blue highlights uh enemies is an, like a red highlight so you know whose is who you could throw a grenade and destroy the enemies if you want to that's also an achievement to do that 10 times but you can't see through your enemies you can't see through your uh allies you can shoot through them you can walk through them you just can't see through them it adds a very different uh battle style to the game this is uh, yeah, this is new. Came out July twenty first, so you know, 
a month old. Like I said, I thought I had no idea this game was coming out. I saw trailers for it. I just went, oh, that's cool. Kind of forgot about it until my buddy called me. It's really, really good. Um, the nice part about it is, is cross-play. He plays on PC. I was playing with on my Xbox. No big deal. Um, one thing to look out for, completionists beware because this is an extremely easy game to dive. Like, morally not, your very first achievement that you're going to get is to complete a match. So, yeah. As soon as you beat beat the beat uh, a match, you're going to get an achievement. However, there is an achievement for winning 1,047 matches. And that's because the developer is 1047 games. So, it's like a play on them. Uh, easy to dive, difficult to complete. So, like I said, completion is beware. But for, if you like first-person first shooters, I would highly recommend checking this game out. It is a lot of fun, and it's free to play. So you, you're not losing nothing if you don't care about you getting on your tag. So who's a bigger badass, Cortana or GLaDOS? Uh, Cortana. I guess since you could ask her the weather and stuff. <laughs> no, she never lied oh. to me about the cake. That's <laughs> true. She, she didn't make you kill your Whoa, companion cube. Spoiler. <laughs> yes, that's who. Spoiler alert. I guess. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, also, something to know about this game is it is in beta right now, and there's been a there's a couple of technical glitches where there's like a shot that I'm like I know that was a headshot, but it didn't register as one. And at one point, my buddy just was walking and then straight fell through the map. Now that only happened once. I played for oh, like so it's, so it's a Bethesda three game. hours or something with them. <laughs> no. <laughs> it does have that kind of a glitch. But uh that was only one time, so like I don't think that's not something you really have to worry about. I'm just saying, you know, there are some glitches to the game. Um it like I said, it's in beta, so whatever. And there's also a season pass that you can get in right now. If you if that's your kind of thing, um, I should have looked it up. But I have a friend code. If you're interested, DM me and I'll get my friend code. And you'll get some rewards. And I'll get <laughs> Everyone some rewards gets for rewards. it. If you get to level ten, yeah. I might even put it in the show notes you if I remember to do that. You get a reward. Everybody gets a reward. <laughs> but yeah, the game is Splitgate. It's Halo meets Portal, and it is a lot of fun. This will probably be another one of those games where I don't uninstall from my Xbox. I'll just kind of jump in periodically from uh, and play it. How packed were the lobbies? Oh, oh, that's actually a good, a good uh, question. So this game does a phenomenal job of getting you in the game, you playing, and then when it goes from, from the end game lobby, immediately right into the next lobby. I never waited. From the end of one game to the start of the next game is literally like 45 seconds to a minute. As soon as you get out of the game, they show you the stats that you get. If you played Overwatch, you'll understand this. But like, you'll get gold, bronze, silver, and gold medals for whatever stats, most ac- uh, most kills, most accurates, blah, whatever. And that bases off your XP. They quickly show you that screen. They quickly show your your kill death rate um, stats, and then they immediately put you into the vote on the next map that you want to play. So, 
I had no connection problems. Like I said, it was cross-play, so that I'm sure helps. And like there was a couple of games where I was getting wrecked, and I'm sure it's because people were, I was playing with PC guys. But yeah, I had no problems finding the lobbies. And from what my buddy told me, you know, he's been playing it a bunch, so I think it's pretty packed. Is there an option to um, only play with uh, controllers, Xbox players? I don't know. I would imagine so, but I can't tell you. I didn't look for that option. I would be surprised if you couldn't, um, yeah. considering most games like this don't, uh, or most games like this have that option. I also don't know if there's like an option to change servers, because I imagine come, uh, let's see, we're in August, three months from now, when all the big time shooters come out, this game is probably going to lose a lot of steam since it's new and it's really the only first-person shooter out there, so this may be easily boosted later. I have no idea. Maybe be another Hawken boost. Yes. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Split gate. Yeah. A lot of fun. If you're in the first-person shooter, I highly like recommend. Split gate. So. <laughs> that was awful. Just tell me about your next game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I have your approval, Kevney. All right. Um, Kebney. Kebney. All right, Kebney. Going to talk about your favorite game here. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. The game. Uh. Complete edition, uh, which came out in January, which was a remake, or not a remake, basically just a straight port of the 360 game a decade later. You know, our group of uh, Prue and Michelle, and me and Kebney. Now you're just Kebney. <laughs> It's just easy to say. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> we finished uh, Borderlands 2. We finished Zoo Tycoon. We wanted something a little more bite-sized. Completion estimate is 10 to 12 hours, which is like 100 hours less than the stuff we usually play. So yeah, not the wrong. biggest problem right off the bat is... Is the game? Is, yeah. It's oh, not sorry. the best co-op project because... You have to do some of these playthroughs on your own. Uh, there's an achievement for beating the game on the hardest difficulty solo. But before you even do that, you want to beat it again, uh, the game on your own in a regular mode because how it works is there's a map system and the map looks like Super Mario Brothers uh, 3. So right off the bat, you're going to see a character select screen that looks like Mario 2. And you're going to see so many Easter eggs and nods to old games. Oh, yes. Which is what Scott Pilgrim is all about anyway. If you have ever seen the comics, there's a lot of nods to old games. There's a band called Clash at Demon Head, uh, which was an old NES game. Ricky just smiled. He knows it. <laughs> That's a great, and there's, game. Um, a great game. Stuff, uh, a lot of, see, a that, lot of, I didn't get that one. It's pretty obscure, even if you're an NES fan. But yeah, it's definitely an obscure game. It wasn't a. There's a lot of in jokes which help. Uh, the soundtrack is amazing. I definitely don't remember what I was talking about. But basically, so if you play this game starting from the beginning, you start off weak and slow, and it's honestly just not a lot of fun. Thankfully, there are cheats, and so basically you plug in a second controller, you make that second controller do the Konami code, it dies, and uh, a bunch of uh, 
loonies and toonies and stuff come out of it and you pick them up because the game uh, takes place in Canada. And uh, yeah, you, you get a bunch of money and you go to the store and you level yourself up. And once you get to level 16, the game becomes quite more manageable, which in turn makes it more fun. Uh, your characters will be very powerful. You'll be able to beat the game with ease. <laughs> so what the game does right is, like I said, the music's good. The game's not super long. Once, if you're playing on level 16, you're going to beat the game in less than probably about an hour. And there is one speedrun achievement, but it's not a scary one. You have to beat the game in under 90 minutes with knives. But if... I was able to get it. It's not difficult. Yeah, Kevney got it in about 60 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, if you're playing online, though, there's a trick where you could just pick the last stage of each level. So you could just do the boss fights of each level and it counts. So you could just beat the game that way. So you do need to beat the game with all the characters um, in order to unlock a hidden character. And then you need to summon uh, knives with all the characters and that's basically the last achievement you're going to wind up getting because that's what you got to do so i know i've confused everyone but basically there's cheats (laughs) you can get a bunch of money you beat the game with everyone if you play online you can cheese it Uh, there's an achievement for playing with every character online so you do need to unlock that that final character so the only real difficult thing is you got to beat the game once on your own so you could do the trick to play on the hardest difficulty and do that same trick in single player and just pick the boss fights so if you know the tricks it's not that bad Uh, the ratio on this game is ridiculously inflated for what this is it's got a three ratio (sighs) i would not say it's overly difficult i would (sighs) say You might not like it, but it's not. This doesn't make it difficult. Is that a balloon? <laughs> no. Um, that's what I thought of. It. It's definitely. You could say it's tedious. That's fine. I would grant you that. Oh, very tedious. I mean, tell us what you don't like about it. I'd love because uh, what wound up happening is that Prue Michelle and I wound up finishing it because there was a few different weeks where Kenny couldn't make it, uh, so we just kind of yeah, wanted to there- move on. Yeah, it, there was a couple of weeks that I couldn't make it, and they were doing whatever. Um, they were earning some achievements, and, and I got behind. And quite honestly, they left me behind, and I'm happy that they did because <laughs> I do not like this game. I'm not upset that they left me behind. Um, L actually messaged me, or, or Michelle, or someone. One of them messaged me and said, "Hey, do you care if we finish this without you?" I said, "No, please, by all means, go ahead." Um. I hate this game. I, I I don't see the love for it. Scott Pilgrim's not bad. Um, it's been a long time since I'm, I've seen the movie, so I don't remember it really well, but I remember liking the movie. Uh, the game can go to hell. I gave it a .5 rating, and I never rated <laughs> Harsh. it. And the Harsh. Only reason why, only, the only reason why I gave it a .5 rating is because a zero star wasn't available. It's just frustrating. It the, to be fair, when I am finally able to play it in co-op, I don't hate my time. It's actually kind of enjoyable then. But when I have to play it by myself, oh, God, how do I even describe it? I, d- I just despise it. I don't have any fun playing with it. <laughs> the enemies drive 
me nuts. I actually, while we were all playing in together separately, I had my mic on mute because I'm just cussing up a storm. <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm yelling. Um, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, I need to calm down because I, I'm sure my nephews are hearing me cussing. Like, I, I just and getting angry, and I just that's just not my character. I, I don't scream at games that often. That should be bonus bonus so Patreon sure content. Like, What's going on down there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's it's just frustrating. All the enemies block, and when they block, they don't take damage. Unlike every other freaking game, blocking at least does one damage. This one, they they're completely invincible, and they don't stop. Yeah, your it. forearm should hurt, right? It doesn't matter <laughs> that you have the most powerful sword, the most powerful object in the game, the sword. Oh, yes, there's a cheat code they'll for that. They'll just keep well. blocking it. And then they'll hit you, and then when you go to pick the sword back up, you can't get it. You have to be in the precise effing pixel oh boy, to, pick the, to pick the game back up. <laughs> I'm getting ticked off just thinking about this. I hate this game. Get them riled up. Get them riled up. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just so annoying. Everything about the game just drives me nuts. You finally stop hitting them, and then you immediately get dogpiled and you said that to sit there and mash the buttons to try to get out of it. And it's just like, okay, finally we kill this one guy up. Oh, he's blocking for 10 minutes. I just, I, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. And I think it's a bad game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, if you have to, if you have to be max level or I'm sorry, if you have to cheat to get the B max level before the game ever becomes good, it's not a good game. It's a bad Something game. Something to be said it, for that. The, it's a bad game, and it I deserves wonder what to feel they, bad. <laughs> I mean, you do keep your level, so I guess, like, so say you, you picked Scott and you beat the game with him, or you got as far as you got, and you made it to level three, you would start off with that, your character at level three. So it does keep your levels, uh, keeps them online, keeps them in single player. So it tries to be a little RPG-like. Uh, it's... It's yeah. like uh, the NES game River City Ransom, if you know that one. Um, it's another good it, one. I know that's one of your favorite another games. Good yeah. One. <laughs> yeah, so if you know that game, Freaky, it's just like that game. Okay, you're, yes. You're going, you're going into the shops, you're buying food, you're, and it's it's building your stats that way and your, and your gut points and your stamina. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I've, I've played this on the 360, the, the, the first release, so. Okay. I just haven't played yeah, so See and like, I just didn't play any of the DLC. Like, I don't or anything. hate beat 'em ups. The 360 version was weird because it oh. came out and then like years later it came out with the DLC to play online. It was really weird. Mm -hmm. It added two new characters. Oh yeah, I remember you guys saying that. Yeah, so Wallace and Knives were never in the game, and they came out with the Wallace and the Knives pack, and then you could play online. So then we played it. Yeah. So yeah, I, think I, played, yeah. I don't know if I played it before that pack came out, but I remember playing it on there. That was right around the same time I was playing Charlie Murder, so it was kind of into the beat em up <laughs> games. So. Very different style beat em up, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and see, I don't. I, it's not that I hate beat em ups. Like, I'm no connoisseur of beat em ups. Like, I'm not an Elroy. But, like, <laughs> I like me a beat em up. This one I just I don't like. And I had one expectation of being able to go in and play this with my friends and have some fun doing it, and then it wound up being the thing where I have to play it by myself, and it just drives me nuts the whole night, so it's like, not my thing. All right. Yeah. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. It's no problem. 
Um, I, <laughs> this, I mean, you know, like I said, I was trying to tell you to listen to the soundtrack, but I guess now that you have a baby to listen out for, you're not going to listen to the soundtrack. It's really good. The, the music tunes. to me, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't do anything and, for me. Like I honestly just wound up turning it down so I could hear you guys. Make sure you tell Prue that this game is way better than Castle Crashers, without a doubt. We'll make sure Prue knows that. And you're entitled to your <laughs> wrong opinion. Yeah, the so... Fact that you like this and not Castle Crashers <laughs> invalidates your opinion of beat-em-ups in my mind. Uh, well, I would recommend this game <laughs> if it goes like half price to seven fifty. It's a $15 game. I think it'll be a really good one come uh, G-Task time because of its ratio. Yeah, for G-Task, I could definitely recommend it for that. And I could see this coming to Game Pass pretty easily. It just seems like that type of game that might come to Game Pass. But who knows? God. Now, is it, is it physical as well as digital? I or don't just think digital? so. No. Um, let's I see. would imagine not because I, I see no reason why it would be. TA says digital only. Oh, well. See if we can look, tap the GameStop market and get that discount. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Five finger discount. All right. <laughs> you're do that. You're just going to steal the case on the shelf. <laughs> Nothing will be in it. So that was uh, Scott Pilgrim, right. the game complete edition, <laughs> or something like that. I don't remember anymore. Yes, that's what it's called. <laughs> uh, Scott Pilgrim Scott, versus the world. Scott Pilgrim versus oh. the world, the game complete edition. Too many words. All right. Well, that was that. That was one crappy game. Let's get into some sales. Ah. Uh, I want to talk about an actual good game that's on sale. Uh, not a beat 'em up. It's a puzzle platformer. Nah, it's just a platformer, not puzzle. Just platformer. Uh, Sixty-one eighty, the moon. Not ever really a, an expensive game. It's four bucks. It's or that's its normal price. It's uh, down to a dollar fifty-nine. I'm not really a platformer guy, so like. I think this says a little bit something about this game. This one really stuck with me. This was a lot of fun. A uh, little trial and error-ish. Uh, TA says one to two hours. Took me two and a half hours to get the completion. It was it was just a good platformer. Uh, I, ha- I, had f- I had fun with it. A little bit challenging, but with a little bit of perseverance, you can get through it. I don't really know how to describe the game very well unless you just uh unless you see like a video or something like that. Actually now that I think about it, it's kinda like the impossible game if you played that little stupid mm-hmm. uh phone game back in the day. It's oh kinda my. like that. But this one's good. It's a dollar fifty nine. I recommend just go watch a video. I recommend <laughs> it. That was a terrible explanation. <laughs> oh, what games do you want to recommend? Alright. Uh this was some crazy sale, I gotta say. One of those sales where there's too much going on. A lot of ID at Xbox games. A lot, a lot, lot of collections. Of I saw a lot of, a lot of, sales. A, lot of a lot of Vayners. <laughs> but I'm here to talk about some easy stuff. There is an East Asia Soft Indie Shmup bundle with Red Death, Null Drifter, and Project Starship. I believe they're. I knew you were going to recommend I, this. Yeah, because you're looking at the sheet. Normally they're like five bucks each, I think, and all three are four forty nine. So that I recommend this as well. Null Drifter sucked, but the other two are actually no, really good. Fun. 
I didn't like right. Belldrifter. Uh, the other games are games we've talked about many times on the show. The Paugi games. These are finally on sale for a really good price. $3.19. They're usually $8 each or somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah, $8 each. So three of them that I see are on sale. One word, crypto, and word Sudoku. The best thing about these games to me is that my wife likes to play them with me. So if you have a significant other that's into games or what likes watching you play, these are perfect. Uh, so you can either choose the levels you need for the achievements or just go down all of them and eventually you'll get them all. So there's a couple of ways you can tackle them. But I'm a big fan of those Palgi games. Freaky, what about you? What do you got going on for us? Well, coincident, and I did not plan this, but coincidentally, Warhammer Vermintide 2 is on sale. Now, I know it's on Game Pass, but <laughs> you can get the Ultimate Edition 75% off. It's thirteen seventy four down from 55 I actually pulled the trigger on this when we started playing it to get all the DLC, because that's... <laughs> not a bad the idea. The DLC is not included on the on um, Game Pass, so if you want to get, you know, the... Three, I think it's three DLC on it. You know, this is I'm sure everyone got it except for that cheap skate mongoose. <laughs> um, also, I have a, a <laughs> Nippon Nippon Marathon. It's two ninety nine oh, down man, from I play fifteen. That. I know, and it's it reminds me just watching the trailer. Um, it just reminds me of, of MXC. Uh, I don't oh, know if you guys have seen okay. MXC. What? It is yes. hilarious. Just wacky four players just racing. They say it all the time on the show. Don't get eliminated. <laughs> yes, it's great. So, and I have actually, I've actually had my eye on this. I think it was Waka that actually, um, Waka brought, talks about it all the time. <laughs> brought it to my attention in, in discord. It's so yeah, very quirky and, Japanese game. Yeah. It's $3 oh, down. Oh, I right now, so. <laughs> it's, just look, watch the trailer. If you haven't seen the trailer for Nippon Marathon, it is fantastic. Um, and then another game that I saw, it's, uh, nine, it's cheap anyway, Refunct. It's 98 cents down from three bucks. It's a good first person platformer. Easy completion, but I really, really enjoyed this game for what it was. It, it was just a, a quick, simple platformer. I mean, I know it has a, a speed run. You got to finish it, I think, in less than, what is it? Four minutes? Three minutes? Yeah, four minutes or three minutes, something like that. So, but, um, it's, I yeah, love definitely. the Refunct. Yeah, Refunct was, Refunct was re awesome. Re <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh, that was that was a reach on that one. Nice. All right, All right so, Kushi. Uh, Kush, what do you got? Oh my gosh, There's so much, so 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 much. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was definitely uh, heavy on the ID at Xbox and the Vayners, and uh, you know the. Um, uh crap why can't i remember her name right now the shantae's oh my gosh there's like three shantae oh, games yep yep well. all the shantae's are on way yep, forward yep. love them uh and so yeah we've already told you about the the metroidvanias a ton of times so you probably already own those so i am going to mention games that i don't think we've talked about before uh the first tree this is a game about a fox it's apparently got feels uh it's two dollars down from ten uh, it's an adventure game it's two to three hours then there's The Lost Ember, which, uh, moving right along, surprisingly enough, also about a fox. $9 down from 30 Uh It's an adventure <laughs> game. It's 10 to 12 hours, so it's a bit meatier. Iris Fall, not about a fox. I don't really know too much about it, but I really like the art style of this one. And it's $5 down from 20 It's labeled as Puzzle Adventure, and it's one to two hours. So 
So you should check that out. And then a puzzler that I have been waiting to be the right price, a fold apart, $8 down from 20. It's one to two hours. This game is basically, if you remember Mad Magazine, uh, the last page of Mad Magazine was always a folding page. Oh, yes. <laughs> so you would see different images just by folding the page over one time or two times. And you just see weird things. Uh, and this is basically that in game form. You're solving puzzles by folding the screen over on top of itself to make people, I guess, get to different platforms and such like that. So very oh. cool uh, concept. I'd love to see it in action. And it's at the right price now. So I am picking this one up for sure. Did you guys ever... That sounds yeah. interesting. Did you guys ever fold over your money to make it say something else besides United States of America? Um, <laughs> I mean, it sounds yeah. Is it a patron exclusive for you yeah, to tell that, us what it is? Yeah, that'll, that'll be a patron exclusive drop <laughs> on, on my OnlyFans page. <laughs> I guess you can't tell us. <laughs> it sounds familiar, but I don't remember. Yeah, it was, it was a body part of America, a female body part of America. Hmm. All right, that one I don't yeah, know. Like, but okay. Long what would, hair. <laughs> what, what would you on the calculator? What would you used to you, uh, you'd put boobs on the calculator, right? Yeah, boobs, boobless. Yeah, yeah this one was uh, for 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 the the money. You could make it spell uh, oh. tits of America if you folded it gotcha. over right. Gotcha. <laughs> was that the only one that did All that? All right. Apparently, yeah. I guess I'm. You know who to pervert on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Freaky. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the games that are on sale. Uh, let's get to some games that are coming real soon. Uh, Tuesday, August 31st. Uh, Nate, what game is it that you're looking at? Well, there at? were a few games I wanted to pay attention to or maybe talk about, but I'm only going to talk about one, and that is Song of Iron. I've talked about this before. I, I think I did a quick review of the uh, the demo that was out. Now, this is a game that was started by one person. I can't imagine that it's been completed by one person because this thing is beautiful. Um, uh, the propaganda is prepared to be met by a world set against you in Song of Iron. Man, monster, and nature itself will try to stop you. But through it all in this gritty adventure where combat is intense, visceral, and dangerous, Use bow, axe, and shield to fight back, but take care. Weapons can be lost, arrows will run out, and shields will be broken. With the blood of your ancestors and valor regained along the way, you can fight on. Now, the game is side-scrolling combat, Wow! and weapons can Im be imbued with power from your necklace, so you can have fire arrows and, I guess, lightning axes. I don't know. Sounds awesome. Uh, the game levels are 3D. There's a lot of parallax going on. You'll see enemies from multiple layers back kind of moving onto your layer where you can finally attack them. So this is just a really cool uh, looking game. You should check out a trailer and see if it's for you. Yeah, it does. It is not going to be easy. Um, but yeah, th this this is fun. I've been waiting for this for a while. And hopefully the price is right. I mean, unfortunately, it's one person. So <laughs> I have a feeling... A lot of a lot went into this, so the price is not going to be cheap. But uh, it's not going to be a five dollar game. I think it's going to be like that twenty dollar range. But we'll see. <laughs> that does look cool. Uh, Freaky, what game do you want to? Uh, I, I was talk, I was looking up uh, Kiwi. Now it's uh, it's spelled like K E Y W E, so Kiwi. But um, it's actually you play two Kiwi birds, and it is a uh, Kiwi is a chaotic postal puzzler starring Jeff and Deborah. 
Two small kiwi birds working in a fun and frantic mailroom with no hands to help them. They must jump, flap, peck, and butt slam their way across an interactive landscape of levers, bells, and buttons to get those messages delivered on time. Now it is um, two-player co-op, but one person can pl- you can do one player where one of you control one stick controls one bird and the other trick controls the other stick controls the other bird. Um, and I was watching videos online of it, and there's three or four distinct different levels where it kind of reminds me of like a less um, chaotic Overcooked. So if if um, Overcooked is your jam, <laughs> but you get angry at the other player, uh, maybe this one will be this will be fit that niche because it's not quite as didn't seem like it was quite as chaotic um but you know i I may be wrong just watching videos and um you have to pack packages and and read read the package and find out what kind of package it is fragile perishable urgent stuff like that put the right stamp on the outside while you're also packing that package up um you have to um send telegrams send urgent messages and what was the other one there was uh, and, and then feed your your bird mail carriers i guess and this also has um seasons so and the your mail room is open to the outside so that will come into play like the summer will have sandstorms and in the winter you have to run around with the lantern and break ice before you can use any of the um items in there so uh, that, that's kiwi and it's coming out tuesday August 31st, and it's $25, a um, little pricey for what I think it is, but I'm sure that will uh, hopefully go on sale shortly, because it does. I do like Overcooked, and I do like those those kind of co-op games, so it's something definitely I'm, I'm looking at. That looks like it'd be a good game for Game Pass. Mm, yes, I'll, I'll buy it right off the bat, so it'll go to Game Pass. I'll take <laughs> nice. that bullet this time for everybody. All right. <laughs> we, we all appreciate it. Uh, L, what game you got? Oh, man. You know, Corey couldn't be here today, so he demanded that I talk about Rava and the Cyclops Curse, Ooh. which, of course, is from my favorite company, East Asia Soft. It comes out. Of course. It comes out on September 1st. And. If I had to guess, it'll be five bucks. Looks like it's three bucks on Steam. Um, yeah, it looks like an NES game, so he probably thought I would enjoy it, and he's probably right. <laughs> yeah, it's the type of thing where I start looking at the trail. I'm like, this looks terrible, and then I'm digging the music and digging the yeah, and I, and then I start enjoying it. So yeah, I will probably enjoy this. It looks like. The achievements are on TA, and it looks like it's going to be an easy one. Um, you unleash your summoning powers to defeat the Cyclops Lord in retro 8-bit style. I mean, you just sold me. Collect power-ups, hidden secrets. Oh, man. Sounds amazing. Just buy this game. Yeah. You know you want to. Yeah, not my thing. Come on. <laughs> It's not a schmup fam in general. It's 235 megabytes. No, it's not a schmup. It's a oh. platformer it, puzzle It's like a side-scrolling. Yeah, it's a side-scrolling yeah. platformer. Okay. Thing. I just heard East Asia Soft and all East Asia Soft has a, is being typecast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> yeah, they've been uh, burdening her horizons lately. The NES thing that is what makes me not want to play it. 
but now games are coming real soon. Um, just to let everyone know before I forget about it, we will be doing uh, a live show in two weeks, so make sure you come on out to that. And, and I, pay attention to it. Make sure. I'm still alive. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and don't be uh, we'll be doing drawings and stuff better. like that. So with that, let's go to Brag Camp for our last bar for us. Uh, freaky. All You're right, up. Brag Camp. So I got completions with uh, Magical Mars has reached a new milestone. 50 completed games. Well, that's a new name. I haven't heard Magical Mars. Is, is this person new to the Discord? They're magical. Yeah, magical. So. Uh, Shadowless Edge has reached a new milestone, 300 completed games. Ben L72 has 350 completed games. And Raw Sauce Ross has 700 completed games. In a ratio, we have lots of people playing difficult games. We have Kitty Skies with a ratio of 1.6, Living Legends with a ratio of 2.1, Casual Exile with a 2.3, Tony Coconuts getting it up to 2.4, wow. and Sour Vivalist with a ratio of 2.6. In Ooh. Way to go. Yeah. Lego Head 1977 is currently on a 100 day streak. Northern Lass at 350. EL Sock is at 400 days. It's in the game. Lucky Tim Fu, 1,750. Peru <laughs> is currently in a 2,000 day achievement win streak. Planting 42, 2,950. And Mad Eye Pad Eye is currently on a 3,100 day achievement win streak. In gamer score, Katie has reached 150,000 gamer score. Erudetic, erotic, erotic, creature back. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> 500,000 gamer score. Jay Zart 43, 650,000 gamer score. And Legohead 1977, 800,000 gamer score. In leaderboards, as L would say, Casual Exile is now in the top five of the New Zealand TA ratio leaderboard. Very nice. Ruterik is now in the top 100 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for role-playing plus turn-based. Hell yes. Nice. High Road V2 is now in the top 100 of the TA leaderboard for sports and in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for American football. Living Legends is now in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for FPSs and the top 20 of the USA TA leaderboard for first-person shooters. Very nice. Mental Knight 5 is now in the top 100 of the TA leaderboard for Adventure. Rucker Dude 5012 is now in the top 20 of the max possible completion percentage leaderboard for Metroidvania. Apparently he likes Vayners. Who knew? (laughs) Sir Polygon is now in the top 10 of the completed games leaderboard for On Rails. On Rails is a genre? Okay. (laughs) I could think of uh, Crimson Dragon. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of, too. <laughs> that's about it. Mm-hmm. Skeptical Mario laughs at Rucker Dude. It's top 20 and is now in the top five of the max possible completion percentage leaderboard for Vayners. Holy cow. Wow. He's going to do it. I'm telling you. He's going to. Break open his piggy bank for this week's Vayner sale and get whatever he doesn't have. Do you think there's a Vayner that he doesn't have? Mm, yeah, <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't like to buy much. He only buys stuff he's going to play. He's what you call smart. 
Waka Bale is at the top five of the Achievements 1 leaderboard for Battle Royale. Nice. That's his genre of leaderboards this week. He dabbles. He does Battle Royale. He does Vayner's. He does everything. Now, now I, have, I have a question before we move on past this with going back to the streaks. I know you have a really long streak going, L. When did TA mm. actually start tracking streaks? Do you guys remember? Um, I think 2013-ish. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was around, right, around 2013, 2014. So that's like Be- what, eight years because, ago? Yes, because I got screwed because TA didn't keep track when they did yeah i always so, cry about this like it really matters i could have <laughs> before i before my streak i had another couple of hundred of days that was broken on christmas 2012 because i played wordament on my phone and got an achievement thinking yeah i played it on my phone online it should count as an online game right no, yeah doesn't have a timestamp. So yeah, that was the TA doesn't question. count it. So before TA, so you were like trying to have an achievement it, streak well, before TA even um, counted them. Yes, because Xbox 360 Voice kept track of streaks, so you okay. could do it on there. Okay, and um, I knew people that used that for streaks, so I joined them in that. Now, so actually, according would, to them, the streak was preserved. Okay, but not according to TA, which was after the fact. Uh, okay, that was my question. I was just curious because I know there's a lot of streaks that are actually longer than when TA has tracked them. Yes, crazy. Yeah, yes. Well, I don't. I don't. That more power to you. I, I can't. I, I think my longest streak is just over a hundred days. <laughs> I mean, nowadays it's easy. So like, it's pathetic because like the last three days I didn't feel like playing anything. So I just booted up my mate and finished one level in five seconds and got a hundred G achievement. <laughs> yeah. If you look at my last three days, I finished <laughs> levels three, four, and five in three the last three days to maintain my streak. Very pathetic. But if you really want to do it, it's very easy. Yeah. I try not to do it like that, but if I have to, I will. Sleep comes first. Do what you can. Do what you can. My mate. What a great game. I'll review that one day. No, I won't. It sucks. <laughs> oh. All right. I think I left you. I think I, I, think I interrupted right. well, Bragg, so I don't know if you want to go back. <laughs> oh. Um, no, nah, he was done. Usually I pick out stuff from Bragg Camp, but this week it just seemed like everyone wanted to talk about their highest ratio games. And then, like, some people's highest ratio games are a 3, and then other people's highest ratio games is, like, a 15. Waka. It's just like, uh, yeah, Waka, Jimbot, those type of people. Yeah. Those people. What do you mean Inferno. by the, you people? <laughs> what do you Inferno mean by you people? Inferno completing Race the Sun. How dare he? Whew. Redemption completing Gianna's Sister's Twisted Dreams. Director's Cut. Kush completing uh, moving out. I don't know. <laughs> his next up hero. I think it was my highest. <laughs> All right. Well, let's end, let's end the show. That will do it for us. Uh, keep listening for the extra content after this. Um, before I do the outro crap, Freaky, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not really. Uh, just uh, not look. Stay tuned for the Come next on, episode of Gen Xbox. We haven't recorded it yet, but we're gonna. I gotta. I gotta choose my next game. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what it's gonna be. So Tell us what a, you told us off camera. Oh, oh or oh, on camera, but off uh, on camera, but off recording. Oh, my my band yes. that I, the, the band that I play in. Yeah, the the it's, well, it's called the Bridge. If you want to look it up on Facebook, the Bridge two three four five six. 
Um, I play keyboards. I play bass in cool? the band. I also play saxophone and trumpet, not in the band. So, but yeah, no, yeah, the bridge. Give the it bridge, a like. Two, three, four, five, six. Go, go check us out. All right. Well, it was good having you. I appreciate on. it. I appreciate it. A good right, time. Yeah, we old people still use Facebook. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And I just saw political post. Damn it. <laughs> and and now no, I'm off. Yeah, now, now, now I'm off Facebook. Facebook. That's, yep, that's, that's usually what I do too. <laughs> I'll be back in September. But as always, check us out on Twitch. Like I said before, we got a live show coming up in two weeks. Twitch.tv slash AH101. Please be sure to follow and subscribe to us there. Uh, you can send us a Twitter tweet on a Twitter at Achievements101. Discord. Come hang out with everybody with us with the community. It's the best thing about this. Discord.io slash AH101. Subscribe to our YouTube, Achievement Hunting 101. And if you really enjoyed the show, you want to be like freaky over here. You want to be one of the cool kids. You want to get in with the Patreon VIP channel. You can help us out monetarily on patreon.com slash achievement hunting one oh one. To you, Freaky, and to all of our patrons, we very much appreciate your your support. You are what keeps the show going. <laughs> Do you guys notice how much I actually donate each month? I know. <laughs> Not off the top of my head. I have no <laughs> the idea. number of the beast. The number of the beast, yes. <laughs> nice. Six sixty-six. $666,000. And we appreciate it. And we appreciate you, and you're welcome back anytime as far as I'm concerned. That's right. We need to get we need to get uh, the, L on Gen X box. Maybe. Maybe we can sing a duet. Oh, that's right. Ebony and Ivory. I don't know about that one. My the patrons might leave. No. Um, all right. Fine. Well, well, you we'll, sing. We'll, we'll, we'll put dance. our duets. We'll put our duets on the OnlyFans that we start. Perfect. All right. Well, with that, thank you all for listening. Keep listening for the extra content. Class is dismissed. See you next bye week. Bye bye. Bye. Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List, a segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games, one that puts some pep in her step, and one that was DOA. So what exactly makes these lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I am Elroy OMJ, and I am looking swole, and I am joined today by an individual who is looking swell. He is... Vulgar Latin. Hey, thanks. <laughs> How you doing today? Oh, good. You know, I actually did just shave down, so I have just a mustache now. Uh, my oh. girlfriend has described me as looking like a helicopter pilot and a dad. She calls well, me Copter Dad. Copter Dad. <laughs> I think that maybe we have a uh, username switch in the making right yeah, here. Yeah, I know, right? Copter Dad. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Man. I, I I don't do the facial hair game. Uh, there's just so many people out there that do it so much better than me. I just I I just bowed out early. I've lucked out and had good facial hair, and I'm also lazy and don't like to shave. Yeah, I I do like that. Uh, but then I start looking pretty ratty. Plus, when you get to a certain elevated age, then you start seeing a whole lot of gray coming in on around the sideburn area, and you're just like, oof, that's oh, no, gotta man. go. That's called distinguished. <laughs> well, someone else could be distinguished. I'm going to be 
clean shave. I'm, I'm looking for at some point like that Reed Richards and Doctor Strange gray on the temples look. If I can pull that off, I will, I'll be very happy. <laughs> well, one can only dream. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right. Well, Mr. Vulgar, you know the routine. So what game has pissed in your Cheerios this time? I would like to talk about The Walking Dead, the final season. It is the, well, I guess it's the fifth game in that uh, chronologically, (laughs) because there was Michonne and three others before it. Uh, And the first few perfect achievement lists for what the games are. These are point and click, they're narrative. So basically, you know, you go through, you solve some puzzles, you have some moral choices. But ultimately, and I, I don't mean to to make anyone, you know, feel bad or think I ruined Christmas, but ultimately your choices don't really matter. You're, you're <laughs> always mean, kind of going to the same place, right? Oh, I, I have a funny story about that. I was explaining that concept, that very concept to my lovely wife, and uh, I was recently cleaning up the uh, new frontier. I don't know if that's number four. That's or three. Like, three? Okay. All right. So I was finishing up the frontier for the first time, and my wife had taken you know, kind of started paying attention a little bit. And I was like, okay, here's what's going to happen. And I'm like, this character is as good as dead because I had the option of killing that character in a previous chapter. So, so if never, anybody's yeah. going, <laughs> they're, they're going to be the next one. And literally that situation occurred twice at the end of that game. And both times it was like this unceremonious, just, they just offed them. I mean, they just yeah. straight up just, uh, it was it was quick and it was efficient and nobody really batted an eye. They're like, oh no, and then they just move on. Yep, <laughs> and that's fine because the first time you play it, it it really does feel like your choices ultimately mean stuff, and they they it have does. a good illusion of it, right? There is definitely an illusion, and it, it does feel good. Like, but the second time through, especially as if you play through, like let's say you're an achievement hunter and you decide to play through the first Walking Dead like five times. You start to realize that that's how the ride works. It, it's an illusion of choice. You're always going to go to the same places. The same people will ultimately die. But it's a fun ride the first time. This is the problem with The Walking Dead, the final season, is that the list has you go back and do stuff unless you do save scumming. So it's like, oh, instead of going on the fishing trip, go on the hunting trip. And that's boring. <laughs> and bad does it further the storyline anyway or is it just completely irrelevant it's completely irrelevant so at one point they're like oh we can go hunting or you can go fishing and you have to ace the fishing mini game or ace the hunting mini game that's in the first one oof yeah i don't understand why that is a thing at all well yeah i have a problem with that achievement just in itself because they have a formula yeah finish chapter one of episode one finish chapter two of you know yeah go through Hit all of these story beats that are going to happen, you know, boom, 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 and you're done. And very few of them have any missable achievements of any real, uh, like the first, the first season does. So the first Walking Dead does, but that's only in the hundred days. That yeah, has the, that terrible oh rock, paper, scissors achievement. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I hate that one. It's not so much it. I hate the lead up to it. It just takes yeah. so long. And, and you could, you literally, have exhausted every single conversation choice there is. It's just like, ah, oh, I just need something different. And, but I or you just leave it silent and then you forget. I don't know. Yeah, I can't hate the first Walking Dead too much, though, because that's one bad achievement in an otherwise mm-hmm. really good game. But mm-hmm. this is a lot of them. You also have to get collectibles throughout all of the different sections to get one in the final 
part of the the final season of The Walking Dead. Is it work similar to Wolf Among Us, kind of like that, where you have to find certain characters? Was it? I can't remember. Exactly. Uh, Wolf Among Us, you had to. I, that was another one. You'd have to do things twice as well. I could have picked Wolf Among Us. It did the same kind of idea. The and Wolf the Among Us. You ha- was, yeah. It was. It wasn't collectibles, but it was like fables, and so. You'd get one fable if you decided to chop someone's arm off, and you got mm-hmm. another one if you decided to not chop his arm off. So you'd have to do things twice, and that's also really, really lame. Because ultimately, you don't want to show how the ride works. And when you do it <laughs> again, you're showing people, oh, this is how everything works. If you look over here, here's how the animatronics go. and like, Because mm-hmm. ultimately, like I said, your choices don't matter, and that's fine, but don't like hammer that point home by making me do this several times. Uh, And this is also going to throw in, uh, tell me why, tell me why could have also been thrown in here. These are all the same bad list for the same reason. And that reason is it makes you do these narrative games multiple times when ultimately it doesn't change anything. And it just makes it sort of tedious. Tell me why has you do the good ending and the bad ending basically. But to do that, you have to, manipulate everyone's emotions and if you're an efficient achievement hunter like myself it changes from what you you doing what you want to do to you kind of walking the razor's edge because it depends on how you treat these people's relationship and like making like oh i did a good one on that one i'll do a bad one on this one good one bad one and alternate it that way at the end i can hopefully come out on top well for me uh it was really painful because i wanted all the characters that tell me why to die in the lake. I wanted them all to <laughs> as quickly as efficiently. I was really rooting. Try. I was actively trying to kill them both. I, I experienced the same phenomenon when I was playing uh, Life is Strange. But boy, I, I think it's just something oh, yeah. about teen angst games that just really pissed me off. And so the, tell me why. I mean, I kept asking myself why the hell I was playing that game. And I, no one could tell me why I was doing it. It was ain't, terrible. Ain't nothing but a heartbreak. Game. Oh, God, it was just awful. And like these people, oh, just mopey teen angst. Just get, ugh. I I haven't found it as bad as Life is Strange 2. I I didn't like Life is Strange 2. Oh, I haven't played that one yet. I know I'm going to hate it. I Uh, just know it. Yeah, I got it on, I I did it before it left Game Pass because I was like, I I should get all this done. (laughs) Oh, God, I have to pay for it now. Oh, Oh, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, you, you done goofed. I, I would have. <laughs> I, I did know. that I one. I might have got it on sale. I don't know. It seems like it's been sitting on my, you know, my game list for years now. I don't know. But yeah, the the Walking Dead final season for having collectibles, which honestly, if it was just collectibles, it wouldn't be that bad. But for making me go back and do skill based achievements and have to save scum at multiple points throughout the game, is I would consider bad. And you have to use the walkthrough. Because normally in those games, you don't have to use the walkthroughs. You can just play the game. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. That is, in my opinion, a bad list. Oh, I, I, I think I'm with you on that. I'm looking at the list, and it's just like, they just broke the the system. I don't know. Yeah, Fortunately, right. you only have to do four chapters. Uh, and, and I did one playthrough uh, when I, I save scummed it. And I ended up completing the game in 11 and a half hours over two days. Jeez. That's, you know, it's about normal. I think that's about what you're looking at most of the time. And if you want the full completion like I do, you have to do it again 
because it's a stack on win 10. And wait, there's more. If you do the Walking Dead Definitive, that has the final season, but it doesn't have those achievements in it. So yeah, and it's a shame too, because the Walking Dead final season is a good game. I would recommend it, but it is a terrible list. Yeah, it has uh, a high ranking, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'm interested in putting the time in on that. And the uh, definitive, I didn't even know the definitive series even existed. Lord have mercy. Oh, that's another bad list, but for a completely different reason. <laughs> okay, we'll have to come back to that. That is five <laughs> games. That's only worth 1,000 gamer score, and you only Oof. get an achievement at the end of each chapter. So you have to play two hours, get one oh achievement. Oh my gosh, that is brutal. Yes. Yeah, that one's a 40 to 50 hour. Oof, oof. Oh yeah, no, it's a it's it's a slog. <laughs> I don't have any friends that have finished that game. All right, I, anyway. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm going to do it. Oof. Good luck with that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, I could wash it down with some with a good list. How about let's get let's do a good list. Let's let's switch it up. All right. Well, I have a good list for you. It is Ben Ten. Now, Ben Ten. Ben's been uh, a busy young lad, and uh, he has lots of games out there. Just, I don't even know. It seems like there's there's way more than you would expect. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight Ben 10 games. So, uh, will you get all the way up to 10? Uh, I don't know. And so, Ben 10 is the one that is just Ben 10. So, if, you just, if you're looking on TA, it is listed as Ben 10, as opposed to Ben 10, Omniverse, Power Trip, Omniverse 2, Galactic Racing, Ultimate Alien, Cosmic Destruction, Alien Force, The Rise of the Hex, and, or Alien Force vilgax attacks so it's just been 10 okay so everybody on the same page been 10 yep all right so this one was published by outright games uh i i did wasn't familiar with outright games so i kind of looked to see what other games they did because i enjoyed this game and it's they basically do all the kids cartoony license games is the best way i can put it so and they charge way too much for each of them i guess because of the license but they do all the bin the bin games they do all the paw patrol games the ugly dolls games the hotel transylvania race with ryan spirit lucky i haven't got a chance to play that one yet but it looks fantastic it looks like it might be as enjoyable as unicorn princess but i'm not sure because i haven't played that one either Uh, my life is missing some things but ben 10 it's kind of like those games, I guess, that cartoony field. It's a beat em up, six to eight hour completion. Uh, right now it's $20. I believe I got it on sale. It seems like it goes on sale a lot. And it's not a super easy game. It's worth just shy of 2000 TA. So this one you actually have to try a little bit on. And there's 39 achievements in the game, and you get it for a wide range of things. So that's kind of leading into my list here, which is the wide range of things. However, I do have to throw a disclaimer in here. Now, my disclaimer is is if I had never played this game at all, and I just glanced at the list alone, looking at nothing else, all parts of me, every last fiber of my being, would want to put this into the bad category. Like, what? firmly, firmly. What's that? Oh, I'll, I'll oh. tell you. Okay, is it is it not accurate is, to the show? Are you are you a fan of the of the Ben Tennyson Benjamin Tennyson? No, it's it has nothing to do with it. It could have been a game with stick figures, as far as I'm concerned. It was I I have no attachment whatsoever to Ben Ten. I don't even know what it is. I think it's a cartoon, but yeah, it's a Cartoon Network show. Okay, I've never I've seen probably 
zero seconds of it, I think. Maybe, give or take one. It's got a watch that has different aliens, and you can transform into okay. the different aliens by hitting the watch. Okay, well, this that makes the game a lot more sense. So <laughs> I, I went in with none of that previous knowledge because, again, I don't have kids, so I don't have to watch that stuff. All right. So, but my disclaimer is that if you just look at the list, you would think, well, a person like me would think, ooh, like 10-foot pole, stay over there. But this list actually won me over. And I couldn't believe it because when I was kind of thinking of which one to do bad and good, I was in the process of cleaning up my tag and I found this little gym and I was like, oh boy, I looked at it. I was like, oof, this has got to be the bad list. And so I started playing it and playing it and then it just clicked for me. So why is this good? All right. So the list, the reason I put it as my good list is the list actually enhances the game. So Anytime you have a list that enhances the game, that's a good thing. So without the list, if they had just mailed it in, this game, not very good. So here's some examples. It helps with the level replay. How? Well, the game is like very straightforward and repetitive. So you work your way through six whole levels. <laughs> so not a really long game. And each one of those levels is pretty much the same thing, just different cosmetics, but you're just running along a linear path and there's like a few side detours you can take to get a collectible, uh, assuming you have uh, one of the characters that can open that path. And and then as you're running along, you get interrupted by walls that just come up and then there's a bunch of enemies within those walls. You have to kill them all and once you beat all the baddies to death, then you can progress past that wall. So... That's all there is to this game. It's over and over. That is the gist of it. And if you didn't care about the Achievos, then you would plow through it pretty much and be done with it in very quick time and have a very forgettable experience because you just it's just nothing really stands out about it. So the Achievos actually add replayability. So when you beat a stage, normally, you know, you wouldn't come back to it. I mean, it's only six stages and it's really not great. And so you're done with it. So Ben 10 is a very short game, I should say. But this time with the list, it adds in a few challenges to see if you're actually good at the game that you just beat. <laughs> All right. So, and I can't believe I'm going to say this again. It pains me. It really truly pains me to say this, but the speed run Chivos in this game are actually fun. Oh, gosh, it hurts. <laughs> I can't believe it came out of But, oh, my gosh, it had six speedrun achievements in it. All right? And they're actually well done because, uh, so six of the 39 achievements, so a sixth, uh, you know, a little, a little shy of a sixth of the achievements are for beating each of the stages in 15 minutes. So six stages, you got to beat each one in under 15 minutes. And I actually enjoyed it. And the reason, I, I, I really took a lot of reflection on this because, I mean, I never thought I would ever say that. And the reason is, is that it was realistic. Okay. It was a realistic number that they chose. So whoever created the achievement for that, actually, you could tell they probably played through it. And then they're like, okay, you know, it's, it is a kid's game. So probably should add a little bit extra for the youngsters out there that are trying to make a go at it. You know, maybe not as good at this type of game, whatever. And so they picked a good number. 15 minutes was was 
actually really appropriate. And so that kind of tells you how quick of a game this is, where you can beat all six of the stages in 15 minutes. But it's a very simple formula. You just replay the level, you run by all the enemies you don't have to kill, and then quickly dispose of the ones that are inside the walls. And each time I played it, I finished pretty much within five with five minutes to spare. So pretty much 10 minutes, 12 minutes max. And I got each one on the first try. So I even started combining the speed runs with a couple of like, like make a side jaunt, grab a collectible I didn't have and, and then get back on the path and keep rolling. So it was actually really good. I can't believe that it actually was well done, but the 15 minutes, it was, it actually made it kind of fun because you you had to really quickly kill them. So you had to kind of figure out the most efficient way. For example, on the stage that has a, that you're floating in a tornado, it, it'll make sense if you play the game, but you can fall off the ledge. So you use the dude that can like, does like a spin and it sucks all the enemies to him and then you can throw them. So you just suck them all in and throw them off the, the ledge. Super, super easy. And so that was one thing that I didn't think. Now, the other way it enhances the game is character selection. So you kind of alluded to it. So I assume you know a lot about the Ben 10 well, universe. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some episodes, yeah. Okay, well, you obviously knew more than I did. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say, he's got like 12 characters he can turn into. How he does it, I don't really know. I'm sure it's explained in the cutscene. He's got a watch. He gets yeah. the watch. Okay, that's a very efficient watch, I suppose. The Omnitrix. Yeah, they use that word, yep. Oh. I saw that, yep. And they, they actually tie that into some of the achievements of Ben 10, where there was one about an om whatever you just said. Omnitrix, yeah. Omnitrix, okay, yeah, for kids. And But there's like 12 characters that you morph into. Now, realistically, the majority of them are like afterthoughts where they just, I don't know if that's just the standard 12 or if he has more than those. I don't even know if there was 12, but it might have been closer to 10. But that would make too much sense, right? Ben 10. Maybe it was 10. Maybe that's why they call him Ben 10. Well, yeah. Well, there's a couple of reasons. At first, he could only use like 10 different aliens, but he unlocks more in his alien watch. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, no, yeah, there's, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot, like, it looks like this came out, you know, because then they, they went like Ben 10 Alien Force. I have, I have, oh, okay. one, I have little brothers. Okay. I have no idea where this fits into the, the Ben 10 canon, but uh, now that you got me thinking about it, I bet you there was only 10 characters. So, but the same thing is a lot of them were just like afterthoughts where they're like, oh, we need to add this, this one. I assume they're the same that they're, they are on the show and they're like, oh, we need to include that one alien that does that one thing. And so basically mm -hmm. you use it to get through like an environmental obstacle that technically you probably could do with another one, but it won't let you. And then that's where you use that, that one. And so... You won't use them again. So once you get all of them, they unlock slowly through the game, which isn't too slow because, all, again, all the stages can be finished well <laughs> under 15 minutes. But uh, after you get all of them, you're going to use probably like three, maybe four. Because uh, I used the fire guy the most. He was the most overpowered. And then the plant dude with the arms because of that one stage. And then I used the little alien dude because he runs faster than everyone. So if you're doing like a speed run, he's the fastest of them. But other than that, like in combat, you only need to use the fire guy. Just upgrade the fire guy to max and you, you're you unstoppable. But to fix that and to enhance the game so that you're not just using the same character through the whole game, they have some specific achievements tied to the character. So there are actually 14. So almost, you know, what is that? Uh, it's like a third, I would say. Uh, a little more than a third. 14 of the achievements on Ben 10 is 
where you actually do something specific with one of those characters. So you have to kill everything one way. Uh, if you're looking at the list, for example, Diamond Ring, that's the name of the achievement. You've run 10 enemies' days by hitting them simultaneously with Diamond Head's ability. I don't even know which one was Diamond Head. It was one of the characters I didn't even use. So, But I used it for that, and I did it, and then I didn't use it again. So <laughs> there were several of them like that where... Uh, there's several were like really slow characters, like a bunch of just big ball looking guys, and I mean totally useless on the battlefield. Anyway, so those they made you you know care about that character by adding that achievement in there. Otherwise, it's just like well whatever. And so so yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. It actually encourages you to try different methods that you would not normally try because some of them of those achievements are a little uh, wonky. Sure. Uh, for example, the 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 clown throwing one, it was actually the last achievement I got besides the achievement for getting all the achievements. So the last actual achievement was strike. And that that's a that was a tougher one for me, I thought, which was the long lost art of clown bullying and hitting five enemies with a rolling Tweedledee, which is like this big fat clown. And so only one of the characters can do that, but in order to get them close together where you can do that, you have to use a different alien and do this special ability of it to get them bunched together. Then you got to go grab the dude and chunk them before they all move. So it was a little more challenging. So, But I wouldn't have used that combination of characters ever, and so that kind of enhanced it. Sure. Yeah. And then Ben 10 is actually, is his name Ben or Ben 10? I don't know. Well, his name is Benjamin Tennyson. Oh, okay. So that's part of the reason they call him Ben 10 then, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all coming together for me. See, I didn't. All right. So this is almost like that one time I had you explain that one game to me that I completely (laughs) didn't understand, but I can't remember what the game was now. So there you go. Uh, It was something where there's, oh, it was a, shoot, that that movie game where She Sees Red or something. Oh, yeah. 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 You had me explain She Sees Red. Was that it? (laughs) Yes. She Sees Red. That game made no sense to me. I totally missed it. Okay. And it took you a minute to uh, get me straightened out. So I do appreciate that. But Ben, Mr. Tennyson. Tennyson? Yep. Tennyson? Ten- okay. Tennyson, yep. Yeah. Is he from from my locale? Yeah. Oh, well, he's uh, <laughs> he has a, he's a villain named Kevin Levinson who can turn into 11 aliens oh, named dang, Kevin that's, Eleven. That's much better than Ben 10. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. It's a, it's a shame there's not many names out there that rhyme with like 14 or you know, 15. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so well, Ben, he hasn't been to the gym his entire life. I don't know if you noticed, but he has got like those little noodle arms. So you would never want to play as him himself in the game, except enter achievement. You actually have to kill ten enemies with Ben. You're not gonna probably beat him up outright. You want to like weaken him with one of your aliens, and then you change to Ben and finish him off with Ben. And that was actually kind of a funny achievement because it, it actually makes fun of you for that achievement where they say basically you've, oh, there you go. It's called Ben Tuition. That's the name of the achievement. And it says, it's great that you're so enthusiastic, but please use the omnitrix. Omnit- omnitrix. It took a lot of time to make. So huh. they want you to use the watch. <laughs> and uh, Is the watch the omnitrix, right? Yes, sir. That- yep. Okay. Okay. I see I'm getting it. Okay. Yeah. And then one last thing on it. And again, Again, I cannot believe that I'm going to actually say this, but I'm going to. I actually enjoyed a couple of achievements that I would never, never, ever normally say I enjoyed, which was the whole defeat blank boss without getting hit type 
achievement. I hate those in the game. I hate them as much as I hate speedrun achievements. And you're like, you defeat them. You have to but defeat the boss those. without getting hit. <laughs> but in this case, I liked both of them because this game only had three bosses. And so there's three achievements for defeating each of the bosses without getting hit. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a nightmare. But uh, it wasn't actually too bad. Hmm. It was, it was doable. It actually, you actually had to try and, and, and kind of, learn the patterns a little bit, you know, and I, I normally don't try when it's outside of a certain contest, but I actually tried for this one and it, uh, it was, it was pretty good. Those are the highest ratioed achievements of the game. Those have a, about a three, a 3.41, a 3.72 and a 2.64. So those are some of the more challenging achievements in the game and they're not too bad. There's a video that shows you the, the last one. The first two bosses aren't very challenging. I, they're not too bad. I think I got it on my second try on each one of them when I was actually trying to do that or not get hit. And I understood that that achievement existed. And you're not going to get it on your first run through. Again, the replayability because you'll want to update or update, upgrade everyone to their highest form, if that makes sense. I don't know. You can buy like some upgrades. And so then you'll just use the, the fire dude and he just, just rolls right through everyone. I mean, it's just crazy. And especially the the B boss, you like one one hit on the B boss and she's dead. So uh, you just have to make it through the waves of enemies, which can, can be annoying because they shoot at you. But the last boss, oof, oof, the last boss. Oh, yeah, that one. That one I made me start to wonder if I was any good at video games. It's one of those <laughs> where like, it took, uh, oh, man, I'd say 10, 10 to 12 tries maybe. And that may not sound like much. But there's one bad game mechanic in this game, which is you can't, the bosses aren't separate from the stages. You can't stage select a boss. So you have to play the entire stage uh. to get to the boss for your attempt. So stupidity is greatly punished. So if you do something stupid and you get hit, you just hit reset. And then it's another 10 minute build up to your next try. So... I was getting awful frustrated on that last guy. I'm not going to lie to you, but uh, I stuck with it and I finally got it. And it felt pretty good. Nice. But, uh, that, yeah, that last guy, he was a little, he was a little pain in the butt, man, because it just seemed like, because there's like, he has three attacks at each stage and they're random and two of them you can avoid by using a certain one of his aliens, uh, which is the dude that like digs underground. I don't know. He's like purple and he like digs. I don't know. And so... You use that, and but every once in a while you'll run out of the ability. Like you, you only get three of those, and it charges up. So I don't know. I finally found something that worked for me, though. So that was pretty cool. So anyway, but anyway, all in all, the achievements of Ben Ten, wide variety, actually enhanced the game. Were fun. The right, the right level of challenging weren't unrealistic, and actually made you feel good about being decent at the game. So I give Ben Ten ten of ten. Ha. <laughs> I, I I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check out Ben Ten when it goes on sale. Yeah, it's a beat em up. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, I've talked a lot. Why don't you uh, wrap us up, Paul? Well, yeah, for sure. So I think that'll ramp this one up. But I'm sure we'll have other good lists and bad lists. If you have a list that you uh, think was really good or really bad. Uh, let us know in the podcast discussion, or let us know if you agree with any of the ones that we have here. Look forward to hearing your feedback. 
Yep. Sounds good. All right. So that's us signing off and have a good one. Take care, guys. The following segment may contain offensive content regarding even more offensive content. Listener discretion is advised. It will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Go to work like a dev. Pay honor to Fideo Pachina like a dev. Program stupid stuff like a dev. Work with vegan girls like a dev. Pee without splashback like a dev. Hello and welcome to Beware the Indicalypse. I walk up hail, and sometimes my lack of research before starting a game leads to disappointment, but rarely to the extent of what I experienced with Yandersoft's kickstarted point-and-click minigame hybrid Indicalypse. Branding itself as a dark comedy tale of video game developers, but with a cartoony presentation, I wasn't ready for how wild the game would be. I get that dark humor is like food, not everyone gets it, but I found Indicalypse's yoke more often than not just shocking and upsetting instead of funny. The graphics and gameplay might be possible, but the expletive-ridden writing and story beats are beyond awful, making the sheep knockoff parodies of other indie games the highlight of the game, which is not high praise as they are far inferior to their original games. These minigames are often far more difficult than they should be, especially if you haven't played the games they are based on. Not because of their design, but because of their often terrible performance, and at least on consoles, awful tutorials, which only give you vague hints of what to do without explaining the controls. Through the story, you'll play as three very unlikable characters, the psychopathic programmer and mass murderer Jack, also known as Dark Penetrator 69, the neglectful musician Ethan, who ends up destroying and killing everyone in an elementary school, and the artist Violet, who makes an art piece out of her dead roommate. Indicalypse is overflowing with bad taste. The three hours I played it, I only found a fraction of its jokes funny, to the slightest degree, and despite its cartoony appearance, should not be played by or in front of children, as it among other things features extreme violence, excessive swearing, child abuse, fratricide, pedophilia, and a cuphead shoot em up ripoff where you fly around on a bloody tampon, fighting the avatar of menstruation. Carmen San Francisco. The game only saves progress every chapter, and while they are not very long, I can assure you, few will appreciate replaying 15 minutes of this game. Indicalypse has 1000 game score worth 1300 TA, with almost half of the 500 starters having completed the game. Almost a fifth of players noped out before completing the game's first chapter, and I cannot blame them. Indicalypse is an easy but not trivial 3-4 to four hour completion, and wouldn't require a guide if it didn't have stupid missables. Fortunately, I decided to see if there were any missables before getting very far into the game, as I certainly did not want to play it twice. There is a walkthrough on TEA, which will help you get all the achievements in one playthrough if you for some reason decide to play this pile of dreck. Indicalypse is the most offensive game I've played on Xbox, with few redeeming qualities. I've liked some of Yandersoft's previous games, but Indicalypse was so bad I'll be careful when looking at the games in the future. Its normal price of $13 is at least $13 too much for Indicalypse. Have a nice day everyone!